Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly pro wrestling podcast in history, um, episode number 837, probably. I am Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe Negron. Hello. Hey. What is going on? Ah, uh, wrestling? We just I got hear? done watching Raw. Oh, yeah. You know. I've had, I've had worse feelings after a oh, Raw. Of course. But man, is it, is it was it a last minute scramble mess upset city sloppy fest? Well, they were like, "How we got to get this raw? Do something." Well, they're like, "Wait, what's coming up?" Well, we'll just fill the show with that. Yeah, jobbers. Is this the jobbers version of Money in the Bank? And now, and now we have three weeks to do have nothing to do. But. Oh my god! Yeah. The only thing I can hope is that on SmackDown, Big E is there and he qualifies and he's going to win money in the bank. It's, it's, at this point, it's my only hope, I think. I, I came up with that story in my mind, too, when I was watching and it's not going to happen. That's the only thing I can think the of. The only, only reason it'll happen is because Vince is like, okay, we Lashley's black and I could, that's three I know. other black guys. Because Vince has finally learned to tell the difference and he's like, there's a bunch of them. Wow, he is racist. I'm just round robin. Yeah, he's yep. It's bad. Robin's black. I don't know. He's Vince is old, very old and racist. Um, I mean, I don't know if he is. Is this racist? I don't know. Maybe he's not racist. He just is very color coded. Like he's Hmm. very or you know how my yeah he's he has OCD, so he that's why he segregates. Yeah, that's really. I don't don't have a preference, but they're unfortunate by color. Yeah, it's not good. Um. So welcome to the show, everyone. Um, we will talk about the pay-per-view this past weekend, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, all the shows of the week, waiting for you, couldn't have a show without you, Scooby-Doo. Also, Scooby-Doo is on the card tonight. He's not. Scooby-Doo. No, he's not. The game Scooby. is San Diego, Scooby-Doo. Which I never played. I've played that's not, I don't think it's real, that's I, all. Yes. I'm not sure. Although it's, it's as, it makes as much sense as many, many other yeah. poker games. Name yeah. when I jacked man with the axe. Yeah, that was a follow Jerry. That was a Jerry Stiller joke. Follow the queen. I know. Follow oh, the queen. Know. That's you couldn't do that nowadays. It's stalking, but yes. Follow the queen was actually one of my favorite poker games ever. As long as it's not Charlotte. Okay, so. Um, yeah. So we we have a lot. To, we have a lot to say. There's a lot of notes being uh, written down this week. Being what's it called? Scribed, scribbing, scribbing down. Yes, we scribbled down, scribbing down the words on a paper or on a digital format, and we will read them to you this week. Um, But first, we want to say thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate it. We are this. I don't even know. This could be our. 17th anniversary show or something 16th I don't, I don't know 16th anniversary show going into year 17 it could be today or it's next week i don't even know i didn't do the math maybe there'll be a big special show like with a variety shows like thing we can get all the stars from the 70s if they're still alive right larry yeah Which maybe the 80s getting less less and less now well okay stars of the 80s that we could probably get for the show dana plato no um. What? Okay. Gary Coleman. That's not even seventy. You're right. That's seventy. Yeah. Eighties. Eighties are just as okay. Here's okay. Here's a math problem. You didn't just even let me finish X's, my joke, but okay. All the people. They're all dead. That's the joke. All okay. The, I know. 
Of course, I know Dana Plater's dead. But uh, of all the people in Love funny. Boat, that is X, right? Yeah. All the celebrities ever to appear in Love Boat. What percentage of X are dead now? Oh, my God, like 60. Because you have to remember, people would be like, no, a lot of those, it was, it was like Milton Boyle, you know? And you're like, okay. Jack Benny. A lot of the old people. When he's running away. <laughs> running Jack Benny. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I figured out that one, so we'll get to that. So Good. Figured it out. But yeah, I, there, I'm betting 70-some percent of people on Love Boat are dead. Jack Benny so died when I was like one, Larry. Why am I even supposed to know who he is? <laughs> and if you do, you know one thing about him, and I have not seen anybody do that in no. wrestling. No. Has anybody played the violin in wrestling? No. Okay. Well, there you go, Vince. <sighs> Wasn't there a fiddler on the roof gimmick? No. Oh, that was Waylon Mercy. Anti-Semitic. Um, so, um, yeah, we'll talk about this and that and the other, uh, go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling film there. What? You can interrupt the, the plug for the go. show. I was saying go. I was getting oh. behind you. Was... Um, go. <clears throat> this was going to be in the news. I'm going to mention it now. Oh my God. Even MJF is in on this, this whole, uh, doggy coin thing, as you would say, he has his own MJF coin now. Did you see that? Yes, and who would be the one that should be into this? MJF. I was just so There's sad no... he wasn't alive dynamite this week so he could... Right, so he could talk about it and, and have his, his coin. stock go through the moon or whatever it's called. But yeah, I mean, it's still probably going to happen. But um, yeah, he has his own coin now. Why don't we have our own coin? Well, we could, we could call it... We think it's coins. We think it's coins, coins. I think Taz right? could su- sue us like well, he's always wanted to. I want people to do this for me now. You go to this is a re- this is not fake. It sounds fake, but it's not. It's you go to the website slam.money. I can't make this up. Slam.money. And there, if you connect your your crypto coins wallet to this website, then you can get um you can buy a wrestling coin. I can't make yeah. this up. Called And we know it's coins. It's we know it's coins. We thought it was coins and we fi- we looked and it is coins. It's called Slam Token. And I just want to tell people about this cuz this could be the future and I don't I want don't want anyone to be left out. I don't want to give anyone financial advice. That's not what I'm here to do. But I do want to say that this exists. And here's the 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 cool part. The cool part is there's a thing on there called I think it's called Slam Faucet. And this really is the website is really a slam.money. I know I joke about like dot foot and all that stuff, but this is a real thing. Um, as real as a cryptocurrency can be. Um, but you, I didn't want to be left behind with MJF having his own coin. So I see this slam coin and I was like, hmm, it's wrestling. It's a wrestling coin type thing, but it's not affiliated with MJF necessarily. But you can go on this thing and you, there's a thing called Slam Faucet and all you have to do is click on a link and I think you can do it once per day and you get free coins. They like fly out. Of, I don't know how it works. Like fly out of the computer and downloads your so phone. I don't even we've know. officially entered the time frame where our economy is actually just like Super Mario where you just yeah slam into things and coins come out. Yes. And I think like if you want to spend money, this is like the mega, again, I don't want to give financial advice, but I do want to say, if you want to spend any money, 
you can spend like as little as $10 and I think you get like, don't quote me on this, but I think you get like 10,000 coins. It's like a ridiculous ratio. So I'm just letting people know about it now so they don't get mad at me later and say, why don't you talk about the other kind of wrestling coin? And, you know, so now there you go. So anybody who likes the the crypto monies and the Dogecoin and the Bitcoin and the now MJF coin, there's the slam token as well. So slam.money. I'm, I can't make this up. But again, I just want to tell people that. But I also want to tell people, like I was trying to say before Larry started, said, I think it's coins and all that, is that go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan because yes, this show we do every week is completely free. But if you want to hear it sooner every week, like say we're recording this right after Raw and after we're done with the show, we're going to upload it. If you want it then, like <laughs> the second we upload it, which you probably do because we have a lot to say about this week's wrestling, well then uh, become a patron at the $5 or more level uh, per month. And there you go. You'll get the show first before anybody else. You get access to our tons of back content. Um, Other things are coming on there, which, you know, we always drop surprises on there. So, you know, just stay tuned for that. But I just want people to be up to date on everything. And, um, oh, the thing I thought it was funny about MJF's coin was he says, my cryptocurrency coin is better than yours and you know it so i thought that was pretty funny so but anyway that's it i think it's a genius idea i hope they mention it on the show because it's it is it is and i know a lot of people are against what was what was the main thing i said he looks exactly like the dog he looks like the dog from the doggy coin as you call it and he does he has that cartoon face so he makes those cartoon facial expressions just like the Doge looking into the camera. But anyway, so um, what I was saying is even if you're, um, some people are scared of the cryptos and they think it's like going to ruin the earth and stuff, but that's, you know, the, the, there's a lot of myths surrounding that. And there's, there are some truths and some myths. Yeah. You should really read up on the latest because, you know, these different new kinds of coins don't use that same, whatever it is, blockchain network, whatever. So it's not, um, it's not destroying the environment in the way that Bitcoin does with its Bitcoin mining abilities. So it's like it's a it's a new kind of thing. Um, but anyway, I just I wish I would have invested in chains and blocks because that's yeah, those seem to be the future. I thought it was puppets, but it's blocks, chains, and invisible coins. Apparently, I didn't know. So. I think that's the next pay per view, isn't it? Blocks, chains, blockchains, and invisible, and invisible coins. coins is is coming up. I think this fall. The next one is, is Money in the Bank, but blockchain, some visible coins is, is soon, though. Okay, let's talk about wrestling, but first the news. Uh, let's do the ratings. Uh, last week's Monday Night Raw scored, oh, 1.7 million viewers, so barely up. And that was what? A go-home show? So that was should've... that the horrible go-home show? That made, like, was just... It wasn't not horrible, but it wasn't great. You know, it was just there. One of them was horrible. SmackDown Live on Fox... With the cell match with Rey Mysterio and Reigns, which we'll talk about, and you'll be like, if you don't watch wrestling, you'll be like, what? I thought that was on the pay-per-view. No. Um, It was on Fox. Uh, They scored 1.9 million viewers, so that barely went up too. Oh, that's what happens when you advertise that match like five minutes before, or one day before the show. Got it. Um, AW, okay, they're they're going up. They had... Uh, over 551,000 estimated viewers for the Friday edition. And so the number's creeping up, 
word. But then if you count in the Saturday numbers with DVR, it's pretty much in line with what they're getting on Wednesdays. It's, it's just that there's a lot of AEW fans that don't either don't want to stay up that late on a, on a Friday night, and that's understandable, or they're out or whatever. You know, so that, that makes a lot of sense. An 8 yeah. o'clock time slot is completely different than a 10 o'clock time slot. So, and then NXT was around the same place it's been under 700,000 viewers at the 695. So 695,000 viewers this week and that's up. So that's good. So everybody's a little bit up and that's it. That's all I can say. That's it. The end. Show's over. News bits and rumors though. That was all we could say. Sorry. Yeah. Um, because my n- big news was about MJF having his own coin and how funny that was. But the other thing is, um, Brandy and Cody, the baby, Brandy had her baby, baby, baby. Remember, this is going to be the baby that's going to come into the world and save it. Or it's going, she's either coming into a world without racism anymore. Cody said, or she's coming into the world. And she's going to, because she's, what did he say? Because because the father is white and the mother is black, this baby will be uh, welcomed into the world by everyone. What did he say? He said something I like that. It. And it was like, that's really, really nice thought, Cody, but you're ridiculous. Um, they named the baby Liberty. Not the worst dumb name I've ever no, heard. No, so. but the middle name? Oh, boy. Bell. No, that you're close. Um, so Liberty and last TV name Rhodes. Um, the middle name is Injustice for All. So it's weird. No, but it's Baby Liberty. That is real. Liberty Rhodes is. I guess it's. Listen, if your last name is Rhodes, yeah. it's hard to pick anything that doesn't sound a little. Like it's like there is a Liberty Road, you're saying? Is that the joke? Yeah, I'm sure Liberty Road. Like this is the road to Liberty here. Yeah. Unless you're um, like Dave Rhodes. <laughs> there probably is though. I'm sure there is. Um, but also this is funny to me because they could have named the baby Freedom as well. And that's the joke is that um, the high school I went to that also The Rock went to um, is named Freedom. And that's in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And then on the other side of Bethlehem, the other school it was named slavery is named. No, that is horrible. Is named Liberty. So we had freedom and Liberty oh. and they did. They were like rivals. They didn't like each other. Okay. Wait, was it was the Liberty? What? Okay. It's weird because both of them, you, you would think you would have some kind of soldier mascot, right? Uh, you would think you have to look it, it up though. It's not. Yeah. Well, yeah. you were there. You know what your mascot was, don't you? The, you, the freedom fighters, of course. Oh, and the Liberty Bells. And the Liberty Bells. This is so real. So. (laughs) I hope Cody has a a boy next and he names him a country. Yeah, that would be good. That's a good professional wrestler name, Country Roads. Yeah, it could be. Isn't that what Dusty was going to name Cody, he said? Uh, Really? No. I'm just making this up. I'm making it up. Just like Liberty Bells. Okay, so, um, and I just stole that from you anyway. So really, that's all the news. So, yep. That's all we got. Cool. Should we do SmackDown? Oh, my God. We're going to do a show. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a show. And I took SmackDown. I'm so screwed up on how we did shows tonight. I know. It went SmackDown, AEW, Pay-Per-View, Raw. And guess what? 
everybody. As you heard at the end of last week's show, I traded the pay-per-view for SmackDown with Larry. And so this time I get to, which I rarely do, review SmackDown. So that's good. And I'm glad because of all the pay-per-views recently, I really, this one was not the worst. No, it was fine. It, it was more of yeah. a bookend goodness where the, the last match and the first match was pretty, was well, the last match was awesome, but the first match was good. And then everything in the middle, I kind of forgot what happened. <laughs> there was, a, there was one really good match in the middle, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Smackdown Live from Horrible Arena with the dumb screens. Oh my God, How that's going longer? away soon. Well, we're on the 21st today, so we're on Monday the 21st. So we have till what? July 12th is the last Thunderdome show. So let me see. That's one, two, exactly three weeks till it gets disassembled. You want to help, don't you? And you want to be my latex salesman. Well, you can't you can't help because like you said, they rented it, and I'm sure who Yeah, Renaissance is gonna show up and to... it's gonna be Hulk Hogan there and say, you know something, brothers, I'm gonna Vince is he's probably just stopped paying already and he's just gonna let him come in and take it away. That's a good idea. Um, so SmackDown, the cell is lowering here instead of the pay-per-view. What is happening? Rey Mysterio comes out and he's like, I don't understand this. He comes out and he says, any father knows my feeling of pain and hurt and sadness, dog. Dominic's, all he wanted to do was be a professional wrestler like his dad, me, dog. That was his dream. Is he dead? Is Dominic well, dead? Remember, remember what Ray said? I know it wasn't some kind of accident. Yes. When I watched you power bomb him repeatedly. He said, that was no freak accident. Like, what? Okay, so then he's like, at least Dominic can walk. But who knows when he'll return to the ring? <laughs> Dominic got thrown like a bag of bricks. What? Bag of bricks? Okay. You now you throw those. I always Everybody's throw those. throwing bags of bricks around. But he says, Roman, I can't wait one more day. I need this match tonight. As he stands under the cage and he calls out Roman Reigns. And instead of Reigns, they lower the cage. So I'm expecting like Reigns to pop out like a groundhog out from underneath the ring and get Ray uh, or the Usos pop out or something. But no, nothing. Reigns and Heyman come out. And Reigns asks Ray, are you, are you sure you want this match? You really want it? And Ray says, yes, of course I am sure. Dog. And Reigns is like, okay. I okay, tried to- kind of, it, when you were talking about bookends, we're kind of book, we bookended the whole Hell in a Cell. Spoiler I know. Alert, by two Hell in a Cells of On free champions TV. against guys who are just childish. Oh, absolutely. Unbelievable. Uh, opponents that you would never think could win. Copy and or paste. They always do. He says, I tried to do it, you know, the, the civilized way or whatever way, but you know what? No, we're going to do it my way, a diplomatic way, I think he said. But we're going to do it my way now because that's what you want, right? And he's like, okay, bye. And Reigns just leaves because that matches the main event even though Ray is in the cage waiting to fight. <laughs> so, okay. That's fine. I didn't think a match would open the show. But I think opening the show, it would have gotten the ratings, though. I don't think Didn't they try that with Reigns against Owens? Didn't that open the show? Or did I imagine that? Maybe that was, maybe. Maybe it was at the maybe. end. I don't remember. Uh, Apollo Crews comes out with Commander Aziz. And 
Apollo in a box, and he doesn't really say much. Backstage, Big E and Kevin Owens get interviewed. And Owens isn't worried because he's like, Big E, you're perfect for this. You're strong. You're big. You're a tag specialist. And then Owens is like, and I'm waiting for you to say something nice about me. And Big E's like, too soon. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Big E and Owens, he didn't say too soon, but it was basically that. Yeah. Uh, Biggie and Owens go out, but also Sami Zayn comes out to the ring for commentary. So the match is Apollo Crews and Aziz against Biggie and Owens, which this was booked from last week. Why would anyone like be excited about this? Do they think that Aziz is like Omos where you want to, um, you're excited yeah, to see him wrestle because he's big? Because Aziz is like a giant baby in like oversized outfit or too small outfit. I can't make up my mind. So anyway, here's the problem. Aziz sucks really bad. It's not great. He can't wrestle. He's adequate at best. Maybe not even that. That's not good. I saw a, I saw some really good matches this week. And, and this is not of one of them. WWE, but I saw a lot of people who were borderline shouldn't be we, in a ring on television. We found out who, to, who can't wrestle this week. Yeah. I mean, we always do. But this week, yeah, we see them. and We wrote it down. That's our job. Uh, Sami Zayn distracts Kevin Owens. And then Owens goes in the ring. And Aziz does the dumbest looking finisher. And he does it so quick. And he doesn't understand what like the camera's not going to read that means. So Cole has to ask. He's like, was that the Nigerian nail? And it's one, two, three, and the heels win. And then he does a proper Nigerian nail. But who cares at that point? And Sami Zayn runs backstage and watches on the screen and watches Owens dying. And he's like, it's karmic justice. I told you, karmic justice. So Yeah, if you didn't get tired of conspiracy, you're going to get tired of karma. Because yeah, because all he talks about is karma and awesome Sam. Kong and amazing Kong and her real name that I can't remember today. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Aziz, what was that first finisher? Did he not go to wrestling school ever? Well, he knew Kevin Owens was going to sell it for, what, three days? He, Kevin has, Owens he has a move. finisher that you don't even have to pick up a guy. You don't even have to, you don't have to do, you don't have to bump. You don't have to do anything. You swing your arm. That's it. He couldn't do it. He did it so quick. It was like, I, it didn't count. And Cole's like, is that it? Really? And that's it. Owens is dead. Oh my God. The battle for the crown is next. That's so important. Oh, this is something new. Yeah. Five, fifth week. Right, fifth week. Um, Adam Pierce and Sonya are backstage. They, in every one of their peas and carrot segments, they don't know what to say ever. They're like, wow, amazing sell, match, pay-per-view, booking. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, we can hear you, right? Kevin Owens comes in and he's like, I'm choking. Give me Sami Zayn. And Pierce says, okay, on Sunday for some reason. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Raw men's tag team, women's tag team, WWE women's tag team champs. U.S. Raw champs, SmackDown champs, United States champ. Well, he's injured. Intercontinental champ. uh, And hold on. Universal champ. None of those are going to be on the pay-per-view. But let's put Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn part 100 on the pay-per-view. That's the problem. It's part 100. I like them a lot. And their match oh, is always good. But oh my God, enough. 
Remember when they Another were like, thing this I saw is this week was how you can have good wrestlers in good matches, but they don't matter. And yes. That ruins everything. It's a shame. <sighs> so, yeah, remember when they, they were like, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn will never wrestle again. We're going to switch brands or whatever. And then all of a sudden they're wrestling each other every day. <sighs> also, did Dolphin Rude die? I think they're dead. I, where are they? Uh, they died. Okay, so crown match. Here it is. Nakamura with Boogs versus King Corbin and Football Head ruins it again. Football Head, I can't even begin to write down everything he says tonight, so I only no, wrote down some I things. I got enough on the pay-per-view. But he is just, he's awful. And then people on Twitter are like, his he is fire. He is so good. Who is saying this? Like drunk people that watch football and scream at their <laughs> TV. Drunk. Do you watch football and scream at your TV while you're drunk? No. You have, though. But maybe at a bar, yes. Oh, okay. Well, no, no. I'm saying by themselves they do that. Anyway, and that's fine if you do. You don't necessarily like football head, though. But um, he won't shut up. And it's the fifth week in a row with this match, so I don't really care. Nakamura wins. And, oh, my God, how many times is uh, football head going to call it the kin Sasha, like Sasha Banks? He does not know the name of the move. And this is the week That's where we I learn that he is Pennsylvania Dutch, I think, because everything's like, oh, I'm, I, what's that a bot? It's not a boot like Canadian. It's a bot. He and just, I think he just talks before his brain even gets started. So, but his like, accent comes out though. I know, but I think the words are just falling out, and however yeah. they happen to, so I look at that garbage right. pail of a mouth he has. So I look him up. Plum, Pennsylvania. He might as well be no, from Lancaster really? with the Amish and the Pennsylvania Dutch. Yes. He really? Yeah. Oh. Well, like, okay, but you my, have a home field advantage here. I know. My grandmother, super Pennsylvania, and her mother, super Pennsylvania Dutch. So I got to hear it all, all the time um, about you kids being Gretzy. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yep, that's, yep, that's the thing. You have to admit now that you've escaped that if you take all the southern states away, Pennsylvania might be the worst state. Well, you know, it's so it has its, it has its big moments. and stupid. And if you ever drive through it, you will hate it forever. Oh, forever you'll hate it. It's 10 hours to drive through it. And it's just like awful. Maybe eight. Anyway, um, so yeah, Nakamura wins and they say he's the one true king of WWE. So the way to solve the dispute between a guy that steals your crown and <laughs> Uh, and you that owns the crown is you fight for it and then you lose. That is justice right there. Wow. What's Corbin doing now? Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Please just say we're done. He's he's not. And he's Baron Corbin again. Think about that. Yikes. He went from king to Baron. That's all anybody's going to say. Bianca Belair walking. And oh boy, it's a face to face. Always love those. Bianca comes out and she says the same crap from the other week. She's like, it hurts when people laugh at you. And, you st- and people laugh okay. in my face all the time, but no one ever laughed in my face. They Even in the clips they play. I know. It's things. all contradictory, but then this is the worst part. She's a face, right? Mm-hmm. Why is she a hypocrite? She says, it really hurts when people laugh at you. Then why, are, why last week were you cackling at Bailey? Then that should be not cool because you, you would. Okay, why would you do a- that? If you she's don't want to promote face saying she's the bestest, mostest. Bestest. I know that, but I'm saying if you look past that, 
and just that like a logic standpoint as far as a face should be somebody that you look up to giving them a taste of their own medicine isn't doesn't seem like her character at all i don't and doing it and then saying why would you ever laugh at someone when she just did it is really suspect so she wants her match against bailey now in a cell because well there's only one on the pay-per-view so might as well have another one yeah okay sure bailey comes out they fight and that's where I realized football heads really pe- super Pennsylvania Dutch. Everything he says. Um, More like Pennsylvania dumb. Well, that too. Rose plant, Bailey stands tall. And she must do magic because she's on all the screens. Magic. We'll Not technology. Magic is, magic is becoming everywhere now. So I don't like it. Backstage, Roman Reigns summons Jimmy Uso. Jimmy. See, magic. He's like, he can summon an Uso. Yes. Jimmy says, okay, fine. You're right about this family stuff. I might not agree with everything you say or do, but we're family. We're blood. Okay, let's try to make this work. So Jimothy has not heard from Jay Uso all week. And he says, how about, since we haven't heard from Jay, I'll help you tonight. Reigns is like, no, I don't need your help. You need to go find your brother. So go find yeah, him I need, now. I need Jay. And he's like, we need Jay. I think. I think he's still looking for him. I don't understand what this story is. But I don't either. It's interchangeable Uso story. It's weird. Uh, Alpha Academy with bald face Otis out. I'm telling you, he looks exactly I like know, the Pee-wee bad guy. guy. Pee-wee's big adventure. Yeah. Otis versus Angelo Dawkins is your match. Montez Ford has fake broken ribs, so he is out of action. I think it's fake. I thought I don't he know. was a dad. We just found out he's a dad or something. Montez Ford? Yeah, wasn't that the one that does the commercials? I'm a dad. Why do I care? Okay. Does he say that? Because his wife is no, Bianca Belair, he's Larry. on the stairs with, uh, what's her face? Oh, I think he meant he like just had it. Like, in Bianca just had a baby. And I'm like, I think she's just the champ and can't, couldn't have just had a baby. So No, no. They was, I, maybe they're like a mixed family of, like, he's got kids, she's got kids. Yes, or, or they had a baby a long time ago. Either way, yes, correct. Okay. But this is... Oh my god, a bait and switch for a match I don't want. It's not a match. It's a double team beatdown, and it's stupid and boring, and I need it away from me. Oh look, Otis is such a monster. Wow. We're going to have live crowds of people that liked Otis, and this is what you're giving us. Good job. I know that at any point, Otis can turn for a big pop, but then he's kind of used up, because... He was wasted. Money in the Bank was wasted. The Mandy Rose story was wasted. His tag team was wasted. And then the beard's wasted. His face runs wasted. So people might not be so forgiving if he turns face because they know he's going to be a jobber. There you go. Rey Mysterio prays backstage. Good luck on that. Uh, How'd that work out for you? Cesaro interview. He says, "Has they ask, has this gone too far? And he says, I don't think it's gone far enough. <laughs> oh my God, I got goosebumps. That was from the office. Uh, Seth Rollins and mixed with Cesaro. Seth Rollins come in, comes in, he come in. Um, and he says, I just want to talk to you. I just wanted to let you know, Cesaro, that you disgust me and everything you do is a disgrace and I don't respect you. So Cesaro and Rollins sits down in the director's chair or whatever. And Cesaro shoves the chair over and Rollins in his chair and just leaves. So, Which is really... <laughs> I it's mean, kind of. I, I I hate Seth. Can't stand this whole thing. Yeah, but Cesaro has slowly and slowly seemed a little more like a bully. 
Yeah. Yeah, he the did destroy Bailey's whole set. And- he did. Yeah. Mm. Bailey didn't do anything to him. Hmm. Well, I guess she showed the humiliating clip. Um, the cell lowers, and oh my god, are we already at the end? Yeah, it's a, the rest of the show we're going to use for a universal title match in a cell. It's Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio. Or it's Rey Mysterio versus Roman Reigns. It's actually the entrance order. Um, I mean, Rey uses every weapon under the ring, dog. Everything, even a toolbox. Um, so when we come back, Football liar. Now, oh, now he's like Tom Phillips. He's football liar. Football liar says that, oh, during the break, Ray even used a toolbox. That was, we saw that. They just showed us a replay. That didn't happen during the break. We watched that live. Isn't that weird? Okay, these are tame compared to how stupid he was in the pay-per-view. Football head says, he's throwing them around like a rond. Pennsylvania Dutch. Throwing them around <laughs> like a bag of bones. Like a bag of bricks, like you heard earlier, and you said bones, because no one throws around a bag of bones unless you're like a graveyard keeper. (laughs) And even then, that's, I'm not sure about that either. Okay, so get this one. Raw had four women's matches, if you remember. Remember that last week? Yeah. SmackDown had none. SmackDown had zero. They're like, oh, balance of power, gotta fix that. So... Um, Rey Mysterio basically is winning the entire match. Like he has gotten the upper hand because he can use weapons. Reigns puts him in like what looks like an RKO position for a second. And all of a sudden Rey taps out and I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 what? We won't see that. Can I rewind this? What just happened? You you certainly won't see that again. I know at the end of the uh, raw or anything. Um, copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. So... I don't know what just happened, but the match is over. Jimmy Uso runs out to raise Reigns' arm up. He never found Jay, so he failed. <laughs> I know. It's so strange. Yeah. He didn't so, do anything. No. He didn't help. Reigns then does the finisher that looks like an RKO again on Rey Mysterio, and Coles calls it that guillotine. But that's a different move completely than he's been doing. Is It's like, oh. remember when they changed... Dirty Deeds, at first, um, at first, uh, uh, Dirty Deeds was kind of like the rose plant, and then it became the uh, the underhook thing, like the Future Shock. And but yeah. they never they never mentioned that they, they just one day Cole went Dirty Deeds, and it's the different move completely. And it's like, well, thanks that they filled you in, but that's weird that you would change it. Well, the MMA stuff from Roman Reigns is questionable best about how I know they that. keep track of yes questionable best is what we can say about a lot of things here um but that's it that's your that's your weird smackdown with a cell match on it really strange and there goes my stomach did you hear that i did hear that i'm absolutely stomach? starving where is your mic um like well like a foot above my stomach but it still picked it yeah, up still it's a very good mic and it is completely quiet in this room thanks to this new computer that's true this new iMac is so freaking fast when there's no hard drive in there and it's just all solid state no moving parts it's just you know it's amazing how quick this thing is so thank you to the listeners for uh helping us get this because it's awesome so i assume no one wrote in about that boring smackdown well i'm looking right now 
I have general, general, I have general. Okay. General who? Sounds that general. Um, so add non LKC. Remember him? Oh, maybe I made that up. Okay. General email, but they always say general. And then it's like about something that was just on TV. Okay, no, this is this is pretty good. It's uh, Andrew AKA writes in and says, Hey guys, I wish I was writing in about how good WWE was this week, but it's about brought me to the point where I question what I'm doing with my own life, even just following it. Instead, I decided to write in about, write in about New Japan. I was surprised to see... Okay, and I have to... This is a spoiler, but it's a spoiler from something that happened like two weeks ago. So, get ready. Fair. I was surprised because they had to vacate the title. Will Ospreay was champ. Remember, he was world champion. And they had to vacate the title because of neck injuries. Um, So they decided that Shingo and Okada were basically the next two in line. So let's just have them wrestle each other for the title. And shocking, like I thought, he said, I was surprised to see Shingo defeat Okada. As I never thought they'd push Shingo above the openweight title. Um, Shingo consistently puts on great matches and his match against Ishii from last year is one of my favorite matches all year. His match against Cobb for me was one of the best I've seen forever. Kabu. Uh, Finally, he says, I saw the graphics for Kazuna Road and was surprised to see Yoshihashi has learned a new facial expression. Constipated. He always looks constipated. So I don't think that's new. I think he just pulled it back out of mothballs. But yes, it is awesome to see Shingo as world champ right now. So that's very cool. And they just rescheduled. I didn't put it in the news, but they did reschedule the 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 dome shows. So we're gonna get our Wrestle Grand Slam that they had to postpone because the whole COVID uh, lockdown stuff. So that's good. All good news there. Still very limited roster, and it's still bad because not a lot of people in Japan are vaccinated. Plus, there's you know a lot of people in Japan don't believe in the vaccine because they've been burned before, so they do have reason. Wow, I can name two cities. Yeah. Wow. That's horrible. That was um, terrible. I know, Larry. Why you do that? <laughs> You're awful. Oh, but anyway, in all seriousness, uh, thanks for the email. And um, yeah, and Watch they also New- have that stupid Olympics coming that no one wants. Do you know that that we- that stadium show is going to be during the Olympics? How do they expect to sell tickets for that? I, from what I understand, or, no one in Japan even wants the Olympics. That's the thing; they haven't. If we believe um, Harry Shearer, they do not want the Olympics. Um, can we, yes. Can this be an example? Can we be done with the Olympics? I hate the Olympics. Oh, they're stupid. And they should have been I done in the 1970s, but hey, It's whatever. like college sports. I'm sorry. They're stupid I know, but people, Larry, they have a lot of fans, though. They really do. Do you, do you, the do you ratings know who the, are, who the, the ratings are great. Of, uh, the Olympics are? They're the people who are, oh, um, she did a... Double soul Dutch cow. I know, and they're experts right one. when it happens, like you, and they don't know anything about it out of the rest skating. of the year. I know that. You love skating? You've, I've, you've well never aware. talked about skating in four years. Yes. Now suddenly you're an expert. Oh, oh, well, he died. You see, he arched his back too much when he died. You don't know. All you people in your stupid alone. I know. I hate you. That's Jim Helper pretending to like soccer to impress Charles Minor. And Dwight's like, that's funny because I've never, ever heard you talk about it. Yep. Four years. That was like a year ago. Everybody came became an, ex, an expert on communicable diseases. Like, yes. oh, you see viruses are. I'm like, when did you? I know. Did you know everything? Because you used to not know what antibiotics, which it, which they could be used for, a virus or an infection. But now right. you're an I know. I have another email from Jeremiah here, and he says, "Hello, fellow adults. Am I getting old, or is it outdated and yes. out of touch for wrestlers to use the B word?" 
Even hearing it once makes me cringe, and at that, it's overused. The worst context is when it's an insult to a man's machismo. Isn't it just a grown-up version of saying, throw like a girl? Sometimes, yes, it is. Not always, now, but yes, sometimes it interesting is. interesting fact, my parents did not let us curse, except for the B word, but you could only use it as a If verb. you're talking about a female stop. dog, right? Stop, stop being about... Oh, really? Stop, stop your being. Not what I thought. Wow. Reason. For some reason, that was the only that one they wouldn't blink at. But, but if you called somebody that, that's weird. Hmm. Bad trouble. Wow. He says, misogyny aside, I don't even find it palatable when Jade Cargill refers to herself as that B word. I haven't watched WWE in years, so I'll defer to you if it's a problem in that program. But I find its use in AEW problematic. What say you, Jeremiah? Now we don't say it on the show, but they use it all the time in WWE too. So. There you go. It's a light. But but then again, other countries use the C word, which makes me just. Right. But some people don't think that's offensive at all. Right. And some people think it's the worst thing you could say. Exactly. So the second you know, worst thing. Honestly, in my vocabulary, it's the second worst thing you could say. And every time somebody says it, I get. Ah. And the first thing is racist, right? Yes. See? No, uh, I can say racist all the time. Racist, wow. racist. Oh, you did. Uh, okay. So it's fun I have. to call somebody a racist. Yes, that is true. Ah. Uh, yeah. Great. Um, I think the rest are about the pay-per-view in AEW. So, okay. Then we're done with those emails. So let's do um, Dynamite. Okay. And that's you. Dynamite. That is me. JR, Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, Taz, and a cage. But not that cage and not the other cage. It's a real cage, but not a real wrestling cage. Mm. It's the other kind of cage that's a mama cage. Yes. So, yeah. Mama so, Cage mama is cage. crazy. Yeah. It shows you how much I don't watch MMA or care for it. Okay. Is when I see that cage, all I can think of is the video game. Pit Fighter? used to have that cage. Because I actually play that more than I've ever seen real MMA. What video game are we talking about? The MMA video game. Oh, oh. I thought you were talking about Pit Fighter from like the old days of pixelization and video games. Pixelized. But, uh, Jake Hager with Chris Jericho versus Wardlow with Sean Spears okay. in a member cage fight. Yeah. I guess they're allowed one member of their team. Yes. Be, I guess they're corner me. Mm-hmm. Match, match, match. I don't know who asked this. He says, is Wardlow the cage expert in AEW? No, Wait, because I'm sure G- half the people in this company have wrestled more cage matches. Oh, but yeah, they're saying that because Wardlow was in one of the only cage matches ever. That's why. Oh, that's right. He was in two. He was in the first cage match against Cody, and then he was in the, the War Games thing. What's it called? Blood and Guts. So, Blood so and Guts. like two of the six matches he's wrestled. So, this is their third cage, and he's been in all of them. So, I understand why they're saying it. I like how sometimes they pretend that they're the only universe, and sometimes they say he's 13-time champion, and they're counting WWE. So we we got to get you know Jake Hager some cred. So we see Bellator footage, marked Bellator footage, yes. of Jake Hager beating up multiple people's dad in MMA. They show them beating up the dads, and they don't show all the low blows there. So hmm. all I know is, just tell me he beat up like six guys. Don't show me the. Pudgy guys that he beat up, please. Okay. Hager is a what? Okay, I wanted to ask you because I was going to take this okay. out of my notes because I don't know what the heck I was drinking. But okay. It says 
Hager is master. He was fight that guy, Fame Dollar. Hager. No idea. Okay, say it again. Hager is Hager is master. He was fight. Oh, Hager is a master because he was fighting that guy. I saw at Family Dollar. That's. What oh my God! Doing. I couldn't have translated that. That's your own thoughts. Those guys look like somebody you would just see at Family Dollar. Oh my God! But I will tell you what. Jake Hager has lost weight. He looks like a basketball player. Now. Yeah, I mean he's cutting down for MMA, and that's just what he does. It's that's fine, and I understand it's a real sport. I'm not saying that he's out of shape or anything. It just looks weird. Yeah. Now we're told Wardlow's name is Mr. Mayhem. When was Wardlow's name Mr. Mayhem? For the last few months. So dumb. I know. So it's going to be a fake fight. Does this out MMA as being fake? Um. <laughs> yes. You know, it's it's a mix because Hager knows his MMA and mostly and and low blows and Wardlow is trying to make it a wrestling match, but also trying to fight Hager at his own game. So I don't know. It wasn't. I don't think it was bad. Oh, and I, it was short. Was not, That's the other thing. It was very was short. Cup of tea, yeah, but I'm fine, and I think people would like it. And it was a, something different. It was no like what, like eight minute not. match or something. It was not yeah. long. Yeah, first match, Wardlow's too big and strong, and he punches and punches, so he's going to win. First round, round, but yes. Yeah. Round two, Hager's hurt and everything, but he has the skills, and and he finally gets Wardlow to pass out. So, yeah. Hager wins. They go up to shake hands. And, oh, they're going to shake hands, but Sean Spears attacks from behind. Yeah, so Jericho we'll never know if they were going to be pals. Yeah. They get beat up. Jericho gets beat up. MJF comes in the cage, attacks Jericho's her elbow. And then Dean Malenko comes in, and they're like, oh, he'll never. No, but MJF hits Dean Malenko. This right was in the really, carcass. but it was really well done because they was like, the commentators were like, he would never, they can't do that. He has Parkinson's, he's <laughs> all these problems or whatever he has. And he's like, he wouldn't do it. And then MJF acts like, of course I wouldn't do it. And then he does it. So it's really well done. Do not ask me how Dean was af- after this attack. I'm not going to because you're going to, he's a little shaky. No. He's a little shaken. <laughs> oh, you're terrible, Joe. Uh, Sammy comes out. Just read your mind. It's not my fault. That's the end. I just said I Joe. couldn't, and I now I know I could. In the back, uh, Eddie Kingston, Frankie Kazarian, Pinta L0 uh, talk. Ed Kaz says he's going to get biblical on the Good Brothers and Matt Jackson tonight. So we'll see. Wow. Okay. Backstage, Team Taz talks through their problems. And I'm supposed to believe that Team that Taz actually calls him just powerhouse he's like hey powerhouse i know just call somebody hey powerhouse and powerhouse is like that face he makes with the weird like crooked scowl he looks like he's in like some sort of capcom like like final fight or like beat him up or he looks like he's from some game or he's a guy he's a he's a character in super punch out or something Every person that you can't remember their name in AEW just looks like a generic character. <laughs> they really do. I know. Uh, so they challenge Hangman uh, Adam Page to fight fight Powerhouse. Yeah. And uh, Hook's standing Darby, there looking like a goof. Darby Allen versus Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky in a handicap match. Their, their name is Men of the Year, I guess. Okay, it's a GQ thing or whatever. Okay. Okay, but fine, but Give me more to work with than just mentioning all these things off the. I know. Put it up on the Tron something. Yeah. Uh, question. When Darby becomes a heel, will he change the side of the face he paints? Because his painted face 
is face side. So if you're wrestling from the face yeah, side of the ring, I understand. So do you think? I don't think so. And also, I think he, I think he switched it before. I could be wrong. No, maybe I, no, I'm wrong. It's he switched the. That's right. He did the. Okay, now this is going to confuse you because this is how mirrors work. Because I don't. Yes, exactly. Okay, but he didn't switch left and right. He switched the vertical horizontal. So he made his. Like his bottom part, a like a skull bottom, and then his eyes were so he so he made the line horizontal instead of vertical, and did the paint like that before. So we control the horizontal. We be controlled vertical. Yes. Uh, everyone. Spatula listen, City. Even, we sell spatulas, and that's <laughs> all. Uh, uh, everyone is kind of messing up tonight. I think it's like hot or muggy, and everyone's slippery tonight. There's a lot of I grab you and somehow I don't quite get a hold of you tonight. So yeah, it was well that Nakazawa. They'll just say that. So it's a handicap match. You know what the the thing, but it is kind of cool because Darby finds some zip ties. It is really cool. Zip ties. Uh, uh, what's his face? Pages. Not that other page. Other pages. Feet together. Yeah. So he's got a chance. So that was cool because I'm like, oh, he's gonna win. He said, cough and drop a page. I like this. You do, he zipped his feet together and you're oh he's but he wasn't out because he's not an idiot no because you can still hop around and grab someone your arms aren't tied up yeah so it didn't, he wasn't an idiot that got his feet zip tied and he's like I can no longer move yes her. even Yano then, can win matches with his feet zip tied <laughs> Paige finds some tools under under the thing oh my god did you see the, okay HD reveals all 4K reveals all did you see the toolbox no all that was in it was two clippy things that's it Aww. Two different types of clippers. Nothing else. The whole well, box didn't was want to empty. Get confused. I know. Well, he could have taken hammer. either one, and it would have worked. But I guess the other one was there was a backup in case the first one didn't work. So yeah, it's just too much two on one, and the heels win. And Sting kept his promise, and didn't. No, he wasn't even there. <laughs> so they made, did stuff that I didn't quite expect. Yeah. Orange. Okay, this next match: Orange Cassidy. You were saying it like Taz. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. I you did. Did you not even realize uh, you were with, doing that? With Trent and Chuck and, and Statlander versus Caesar Bononi with Oh God, others, the wingman. Ryan, what's his, Peter Avalon and some JD guy. JD, some JD guy. That is Farm Anderson to you, buddy. Can he be Farm Anderson now? We could have Arn Anderson, Farm Anderson, Brock Anderson, and Mr. Anderson if we can get Ken Anderson to show up. That'd be amazing. I love the Best Friends team. I think they're just so misfit They're great. And and just the Outer Space Lady and the Best Friends and Orange Cassidy. You want to be one of the Best Friends. They're very awesome. Yeah. They're so not cool. They're cool. In a in a box, the wingman, because that's who they are, oh God. threatened to make Orange Cassidy pretty. I don't understand any of it. And well, we we'll find out. The box, <laughs> yeah. When we come back from the break, Tony's like, who are these wingmen and why are they together? What do they have in common? <laughs> I'm, thank you, Tony. Yeah, he doesn't get it. And that's fine because it doesn't make sense. But whatever. But, but what's funny is what Tony says next because he says, look at the size of that guy. Like he so basically says, how much does that guy weigh? Yes. Yeah. So close. Yep. Tony, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they spray tan Orange Cassidy. They comb his hair. Wow. They put Dolph Ziggler's old jacket on him. Which Holy crap. They got out of the closet, stole yep. out of his brother's I saw closet. that. 
Orange punches all around. Orange Cassidy wins it. And Peter Avalon does the, like, Batman crying over Robin's body. Thing. Yes, he does. Superman crying. And they just let him do it. Listen, I know this isn't everyone's cup of tea. And I this, this AEW was a little heavy on comedy. But it, it was entertaining. I So... I thought this was really fun for a match with bullcrap going on. Yes, I was entertained. So Marvez finds Jungle Boy. You didn't mention, and you, I'm sorry, real quick for the Marvez thing. You didn't mention the trampoline spot. Which spot? The insane spot where best friends get in the ring and they decide they're going to put their hands together and make a trampoline for, you did say that? No, I didn't say it, but I remember that. Wasn't that? I thought they were going to throw Orange into the crowd. Like, it was so crazy. I called him Orange because that's his name. It was all good. I call him Big because Big Show. It's Big. His name's Big. Okay, go ahead. It's Andre. Mr. Big Dude. Marvez finds Jungle Boy backstage. Wants to talk to him, but Don and Kenny come up in their little golf cart and interrupt. And Kenny, listen, I I know it's it's too much comedy, but I don't think it is. Kenny is hilarious. He says he wants to have a picnic with Jungle Boy. I loved it and too. Look, look what he's got in the basket. This side, he's got he's got one knuckle sandwich. And what has he got? Oh, another knuckle sandwich. It's it's very funny. He's no. doing it in a way where he's like, I know Jungle Boy might be the future, but I'm going to win. I'm going to beat the crap out of him. So yeah. that's fine. So he wants to fight right there. Kenny's going to give him a free free punch. Also, we learned that you have to beat somebody when they. When they say beat that butt, you don't have to beep butt. But when they say up in that butt, you have to beep butt. Don Quick Don Quick changed it. I don't understand that. Well, okay. Let's be fair here. If you say you want to open up their... their That was a thing on Curb Your Enthusiasm where they're like, you open up that butthole, you climb in there, you, you <laughs> cause trouble, you eat, you eat Snickers, you throw the wrappers, throw garbage, and, and this is Leon telling uh, Larry this, and he's like, I, I open up, open up his butt, go in, eat Snickers, throw garbage. It's awesome. It's so funny. If you see the actual thing, my version cannot do it justice. But yes, that is a thing. And Kenny said it, but Don was like, oh, I don't think you know what you're saying, kid. <laughs> uh, again, I can't believe I like Don Callis so much. But I mean, too. He's I do. he's gold. And then from behind, Nakazawa attacks. Oh, no. And so Jungle Boy fights him off and they jump in the cart and go away. But of course, they leave Nakazawa to be. They were so abusive to him. No, Kenny's going to have to really apologize when Don when the Don poison is gone and he's back to being a face he's gonna have to really apologize to Nakazawa for all these horrible things I like it I'm entertained Marvel Marvez is back in the Hardy family office they hate Christian Cage and Christian Cage comes in attacks but there's a whole bunch of them and they all beat him up except for Bunny who yodels. Why, Why is she yelling and all being all stupid? It's just but like it's not even everything screaming. about because everything about Bunny is look at me, look at me. When she has a match, all she does is keep looking at the camera and licking it and making all these like biting noises and stuff. It's like, please. Okay, you make it sound a lot hotter than it is. It's not. It's just her being weird. But it sounded good. Christian, mm. they, so they lock him in a cage, sort of one of the cages where you would lock stuff up for the night in a warehouse or something. Yes. So he's 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 locked in there, and, and Matt says, 
He offers him a check to get him to retire. That's amazing. <laughs> that was funny. But still. That was great. So Cody's entrance goes off, and here is your best friends, my son, my students <sighs> match of the night. Sure is. If Okay. So it's Cody and Brock. but Brock Anderson! If you took I mean, Anderson. the most boring parts from each of FTR and made one wrestler, it would be Brock. Oh, you it's don't want to insult Arn Anderson, but it's all the it's everything boring about FTR and him, and also that creator wrestler that has stats of thirty out of a hundred. Also, Rhodes. how old is okay? How old is he? Because he looks like he's fifty, a little fifty year old. I, I think we. Do you know, you always see those guys who might be just hitting 40 and they look like they're 51, but then they look like that until yes. they're 87. No. That might, know. he might be that kind of person when they're still in their 20s that they're just getting ready for that, that run of their 30 years of looking exactly the same, like Arn mm-hmm. Anderson. <sighs> Cody Rhodes and Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson versus QT Marshall. And Aaron's so slow or something like that. I hmm. hey, at least I gave him a name. He, real name, sort of. Okay. Listen, we start off with Brock versus so slow. And I write, why is this on my TV? Wow. This should never. I And then I write, never, ever in wrestling, ever show me a match where I could say, I could do that. I, you could have taught me. To do what so slow and Brock were doing for their first lockup, and I, I could you could teach me to do that in a day. That's I'm just I'm not even bragging. I'm terrible. I don't even like to touch other people. So, but I could do what they did in that first lockup, that first series. <sighs> so it's a bad match. It goes on, but the best part is Brock is just so doesn't doesn't know what he's doing. He's so uh, so. He gets he tags out, gets into his corner. The ref goes over to pretend yell at him about stuff, and the ref goes, "What are you doing?" and throws his hands out like. And Brock reaches out for a pin. To no, the ref, I know. For a tag to the ref. He's he reached, yeah, I know. The ref it's, had an open hand and he tried to tag him. That's what it looked oh. like, at least. Yeah, that wow. Eventually, Brock pins pins so slow. This embarrassed me, and I'm sorry. I had it wasn't that it. embarrassing, but yes, it was. It wasn't that very, embarrassing. Very generic. In there. It was very generic. You are so forgiving. No, I just Lance said it was generic. That's that's not forgiving at all. Oh, that is so better than it deserves. Lance Archer and Jake Roberts are going to give a little package here. Lance has no patience. Jake can't control him. Where do they live? They live they in have- a place that obviously, they if it rains, they're screwed. Um, clearly, they there's no working kitchen or bathroom there, probably. Uh, yeah, they basically live in a, um, a burned down barn, I think. Which I'm sure Jake has actually lived in places like that. But what, what did Lance Archer ever do? It makes him cool. Even though he used to say... Murderhawk Mansion. That's sure not a mansion. I'll tell you that right now. I live in a mansion. <sighs> I don't want to ever revisit that. No, I do. JR has a sit-down interview with Andre the Idol. Andrade the Idol. Andre the Idol sounds like a rapper. I know, but, uh, he does, but Jim does call him 
Andrade the idol, which is not even right. It's close. And Andrade corrects him. But then... Listen. I hate it when you have to do subtitles because someone um, isn't speaking Spanish or, or whatever their native language is. They're speaking English, but their English is so hard to understand that you need subtitles. I never like that, like in documentaries or anything like that. This is uh, this is questionable. Even though this was good, even was though fine. I think he came off as great here, but I uh, I wish he would I wish the whole thing would have been in Spanish and it would have been English subtitles. That's all. Would have made more sense. Yeah. But then we have to believe that that JR has any idea of any that Spanish okay word that's besides, that's a good point besides but a lot, food but most of yes but most of uh, Andrade's points were actually pretty good oh it was fine it, it's just he's such a big name I wish he was bigger and, and they got time to do something with with him yeah. but here's here's what. Makes him not seem important. Oh, no. Because he's stuck with Vicky. He's stuck with Vicky, but hold on. Vicky has a surprise. That's the thing. And what if the surprise is Lena Vega and she's not really with WWE again? And now they can kick Vicky out because we have somebody good to translate for him. Okay, here's the problem. He says Vicky has a surprise, and later on in the show, she does have a surprise that has nothing to do with him. Yeah, there's two surprises. That's stupid. So and also, yeah. why is she a booker? And also, why, spoiler alert, why is she going to be a wrestler? I don't like this. Yeah, it's bad. I'm, I'm not back, comfortable with it at all. With the Dark Order. And I really like this part. He's back there drinking with him, hanging with his friends and everything. And Marvez says, hey, you know what? We're having a, a number one contender against the champ next week. And after that, you are really, you're like right up there in the yes. rankings and stuff. Hangman doesn't want to talk about no, it. No, he doesn't. He's failed so many times. He knows he it's Kenny. To... He knows that's going to be impossible with Don. It's, it's not going to work. It's the, him against the elite, which is, that's too many. He understands he could use the dark art for them, but he's going to use them. This is a really well thought out thing here. Hangman Adam Page always has that thing where something's going on with him. I love everything about yep. him. It's really fun he's like, too. No, we should talk about this. We we should talk about Evil Uno, and he didn't he didn't win last time, but he's a champion to us, and they all like, yeah, Evil Uno. And about this is Johnny a- Hungy, he he's healed up. Yeah. And what he said, he said, but five, he has like a new vest or a jacket or something. But it's, never it's, mind. It's okay, See, he likes it or something. <laughs> and ten and ten got the win last week in the main event. So, yeah. so, I want to talk about things that Julia Hart with. Whatever the what are they called the young blondes of blonde? They're called the varsity blondes. Varsity blondes, yes. Pillman and not Pillman Mm -hmm. versus Penelope Ford. Ah, God, I wanted to watch this match, and I hate the fact that during the first part I was so forgiving, but this match was so bad. Julia Hart is incredibly green. They even say she is nineteen years old. Why if I'm, am I seeing people wrestle on this show? How many world class? How many people in the top fifty wrestlers? I know they're in, in the AEW, but yet we're watching AEW. a Julia Hart match. Which nothing against Julia Hart, but the thing is, when we look at her record, she's already wrestled five times on Dark. So this is a time for her to wrestle on the main show. You should have made it ten times first. 
I don't want to, and I don't want to jump. I do want. That would be lying if I said that. Hey, I I don't want to be mean to Julia Hart because she's dressed like a. She could be your granddaughter. You know it's true. At one time in my life, I was the same age as her. Yeah. But uh, sure. In the sixties. Okay. But I've I have been so impressed with Penelope Ford. And I've said that on the show. Yes. So, wow, something's wrong here. And I've seen Penelope wrestle a great match, so ooh, it was really, really, really bad. Penelope but, was Penelope was rusty and Julia is green, so that's not a good combination. So Penelope Ford finally wins. But of course the varsity blondes are out there. This is where it gets good. Yep. Because Miro comes out. Oh, he yeah. He says, oh, why is Kip not out here? Because I beat him up. Why, why is he Mario? I don't know. He, he was says, there. Why is Kip not out here? I beat him up. I can't believe Kip would let you. Look, you're outnumbered. What kind of... I'm God's favorite champion. What kind of guy <laughs> would I be? What kind of guy would I be if oh, I let you get outnumbered by these... And then he beats up blondes. It's really good. He's... I Do you remember when he came in and we were... Why is he all video games? It's really weird. Stuff? And Boy, Billy Mitchell so well. was on, and then he was never on again. Yep. <laughs> oh, and then they was... forgot to do the bachelor party. Yes, <laughs> that's briefly mentioned. Yep. Tony talks to Britt Baker and Rebel. Vicky comes in. Oh, it's gross. Vicky says her surprise, I which is this. A don't surprise like this. Before? We don't know. She says that uh, AWO. Can I do? Can I do this? Yeah. Tony Khan. Owes me a favor after <laughs> I brought in Andrade El Idolo. So I have informed you that you are in a match next week or the week after. I don't know. It is going to be the DMD and the Reba against Nyla Rose and me. Match. Why? Why, why would she even want this? I don't know. Like she has, she's owed a favor, and this is what she wants. I don't know, but Rebel's laugh is amazing. She has that hideous laugh that she does. It's so good. As far as second bananas and hanging, Rebel is amazing. Wow, so good. On just adds a little bit, just that little kick, and it's great. Yep. Oh, it's great. Santana versus or FTR versus Santana Ortiz in a video package about where they argue about. Who's roughest and toughest? In but the it's party. paralleled, so but this it is works. it's edited great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it works. You're like, oh yeah, so great packages. That's what she said. Tony Khan <clears throat> in some scary fright wig. What? I don't he know. Announces, he announces they're going to be in New York. Yeah, they're they're That's going for it with these shows. Oh, they'll do fine in New York. Anybody oh, I know. Well, of course they will. There's people that are starving for for AEW Live. I know, but you oh you can't play in New York. That's WWE. Uh you can. And they will. So Mark Sterling and Jade Cargill. Are they wrestling? Of course not. Oh my god. I don't know if he was this before, but now he's smart Mark Sterling. Yes. Uh they're in a part partnership with the Toronto Four Seasons. Why do I care? I don't know, but this is what did Jade say? I swore I, I made you rewatch it because I, I did, and you were you. wrong. But it's funny to think that. I she says she, she said whip that. Bump. Yes, I thought she said open 
that. Yeah, part. you were thinking of Kenny Omega earlier, so you I, had that in your yeah, idea. Maybe, and, but then I open, thought, open up, so open up that, it. open up that butthole. Get in there, eat Snickers, throw garbage. I, I thought I'm so unhip. I don't know a new term. Which no, is open up that butt. That that is, is a true? thing, but it's old and it's from Curb Enthusiasm, and maybe probably before that, because of Leon saying it, he was he was cutting edge, so he was maybe. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. So Penta El Zero, uh, Eddie Kingston, Frankie Gazarian versus Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers. Okay, so they say Nick's not here, right? Yeah, Nick's not. That Don's on commentary. Nick's not here. He's where is he? They do talk some uh, New Japan talk. Talk about slur- slurpy freezes instead of ice cream headache. I've never. I heard know that. slurpy. Well, no, there's a there is there's a um. It's just brain freeze from slurpy. Yeah. They, you don't have to call it ice cream headache. But yes, that's how they got to that. But anyway. Don does. Don, listen. Don's great. He says, "You guys, he goes, I'm out here. You're interrupting me just because you guys have, you have 200 years of experience. <laughs> that's just that was so great. Mean. That was really good. That was almost Rebel's laugh, by the way. Oh. <laughs> oh, but guess what? You'll never guess. Matt Jack, Nick Jackson really is there. Of course he is. And he does a spray to the eyes. The heels win. Then <sighs> the heels run away. And JR says, oh, the way they run away reminds me of Jack Benny. Jack okay. Benny. I real Okay. And then you were like, does he mean Benny Hill? That's what you think, yeah, right? That's but that's not that. what he meant. He meant, if you go watch... Okay, so I decided I'll do it, and I went on the YouTube, and I found Jack Benny clips, and I watched them, and there's a slight resemblance between Jack Benny and, only slight, and and Don Callis and his 1970s suits, and the way he moved, I could see why JR would say that. No, I swore he just, he meant, he meant Benny Hill. Hill. He didn't because Don didn't run away all quick like that, like like in fast motion. Okay, but but if you say okay, that's still it could be been. it could be he meant Benny Hill. Okay, but let me tell you, did you hear before that he did a honeymooners reference? Oh no, I actually missed that one. What was he said one of the or? he got mad at the heels and he said one of these days, Alice. JR. So he's Listen, he's encouraging wife beating. Old, but come on, you have to realize that. I know. If you're on TV and you're saying Jack Benny and honeymoon. I know, and things that uh, things that we on the podcast would say as a joke to say that's old stuff. He's saying it seriously. Jack Benny, dude. No one has ever I said kn- run away like Jack Benny. I know that. I know. Crazy. I know. Not- Okay, that's it. That's your show. Oh, that blew me away. Yeah, well, why wouldn't it? Um, Ian writes in, of course. He says, dear smart wrestling friends, two things that are simultaneously true about this week's Dynamite. One, I enjoyed it. And two, nothing important happened. This isn't a knock on the show at all. While not all the matches were stellar and the coding match could have been half the length. Uh, there was a lot here to enjoy. Sky and Page against Allen was a good match. I agreed. I liked it. And set up later matches. Julie Hart versus Penelope Ford was perfectly acceptable. No, it wasn't. It was, it was, it should have been on dark. And open the door for Miro versus. By dark, I mean that lights should have been out. Griff or Brian. And as the resident wingman fan. No, oh, I read. Well, it, 
to be fair, Wingman does have what's his name, Nor Furnham in it. So, you know. Hey, listen, I that match kept me laughing and entertained and Okay, then that's fair. Want. I enjoyed that match Even, a whole lot. Because think about it. If you think of them as Norf, if you think of them as Z- oh my god, you know who the wingmen are? I'm going to tell you right now, and then you're going to love them from they? now on. So it's Cesar Bononi as the leader, right? But the wingmen are as follows, and this isn't his email, I'm just saying this. The wingmen are Norv Furnham, Farm Anderson, and <laughs> Zolf Diggler. That's funny! <laughs> It's true. Yes. So there you go. So now you can like them. I give you permission to like them because of my funny names. Um, He says, I really enjoyed Bonani versus Cassidy while recognizing it wasn't a great wrestling match. Right. But it was, but it was a fun wrestling match, just not a great technical wrestling match. However, I couldn't escape the feeling that nothing happened on the show. Wardlow versus Hager doesn't do anything to change the pinnacle versus inner circle feud. No, it's, it's furthered Sammy versus MJF. So that's something. Uh, Darby Allen versus Page and Sky was a stop along the way of the feud, not its culmination, which again is fine. Even the main event, which I enjoyed, was just a way of keeping the Elite versus AEW storyline warm. Obviously, I know why this is. AEW are going on tour soon. They don't want the big moments to. Ha- they want the big moments to happen in front of crowds, so they don't want to burn too many stories. Now, of course, unfortunately, the result is we'll get a few episodes of Dynamite that feel like New Japan Road shows. Everything's fine, but nothing's important. And guess what, Ian? that's just how things got to be when you got to do a minimum of 52 shows a year. So there you go. Okay, but let's point out the difference. I know we use the term holding pattern as a huge insult because of WWE. Yeah. But if a holding pattern pattern entertains me, that's all right. You've you've given me what I tuned in Of course, in for. you it's can do a holding pattern. Right. And it could be good. But WWE holding patterns are never good. I don't know. Nah, they're always just holding pattern. The, no, they're always anything I wanted. They're they're always like, we think we want to do this at the next pay-per-view. So until then, just do the do the same matches again. And we'll just have the other guy win. Oh, sounds really good. Let's do that. Yeah, it's horrible. So, <clears throat> so yeah, it, it was. It was an AEW. Yes. Oh, boy, Larry, you get pay-per-view this week. I know. I'm rusty on these pay-per-views here. Go okay. for it, because it's all you. Well, I pre-show, I'm not even going to cover it. They were horrible Don't. and stupid, so I would give you one example. During the the talk about the Alexa Bliss matches coming up, okay, um, Marky Pete yeah. talked about how Lily is in timeout tonight. How does he know that? Well, he doesn't. Because she was in timeout on Raw, and they haven't but said yet tonight, tonight that she was in tonight, and Alexa's going to say that later. Yep. Yeah, so spoiler, so, stupid. So in the same segment, King talks about witches, and he won't quit because they try to cut him off because you aren't supposed to say that, plus she's not a witch. And King's like, well, didn't you see? It was a witchcraft. Oh, my witchcraft. God. She was doing a witchcraft. And think about, and, think about that, and think about, the, the, oh, my God. I, I just don't I, I don't know I don't know but can I tell you what um Lily's in timeout means because you might not know this the puppeteer got COVID it means that it's not a taped match oh okay. if Lily is doing stuff she's magical so then there'll be like fire and other stuff and fire whatever if Lily's because this is the new retcon 
um, standard or whatever. If Lily is there, there will be fire. If Lily's not there, then it will just be a regular match and Alexa has to use hypnosis now. So let's go on with the whole panel because JBL thinks Alexa is the champ. Wow. So that's three out of the four saying something stupid in one segment. So none of them watch it. So just so I leave, don't leave Kyla out, Kayla. Yeah. Kayla out. She told us it's a 20 feet tall structure. The cage. Okay. A 20 feet tall structure. Okay. That's how bad it all was. But in case you didn't thought it was just bad talking, the match on the pre-show was Natalia against Mandy Rose. Oh my God. Why? Have you seen... People in lead shoes wrestle underwater because I have <laughs> was this match. I sharpshooter. But this is the, and the, this is a thing. Whatever this match is stupid. Maybe it will further the story. Sharpshooter Natty wins. So the so the champs win. So Mandy doesn't even have a stake at the tag titles now. Yeah. Good job. Champs won. Chumps lost. Why will this move on? Well, well, because copy paste mirror. Image. Yeah, it'll happen exactly. on Raw and it'll suck really bad. And it's not a match, by the way. Football head opens up. He's sewing this so much. He says, "This is the pay per view we dream of all year." Really? Wow. So first match. Okay, before five. the first match, you didn't say about the opening how cool it was. Oh, the lady. I don't know who this lady is. Oh, it's the it's the the Warriors come out and play a. Eh? Oh my god, that's who I thought it was, but I thought It's that not was her. Me. She's dead, but that's what this is no, supposed to be. Thought, okay, I thought that was it and I thought that's just me. I thought maybe they meant it was the devil or somebody. No. They mean it's your oh, favorite well, DJ. Yeah. I don't know what the Warriors has to do with Hell in the Cell. Nothing, but, but it was cool because it was the Warriors. If you've never seen it, go find the Warriors and watch it. It's a very now, weird if movie. Paul McGee would have showed up. What was his name? Uh, Knuckleball Schwartz. Knuckleball. Schwartz. How did I get that from Curveball McGee? It, oh, I, for me that was pretty close. I know. Uh, Bailey versus the champ. Baseball Bellel. Furies. That was their name. And, yes. Yes. Hell in the Cell. It just popped in my God, that, I want to watch that movie again. It's that a good movie, movie is a good, bad it's, movie. It's a great it's not movie. It's bad. It's just a good It's just movie. so much fun. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? And actually, it is a good movie because at the end where they just... Don't spoil just it. it. Oh, they're all dead? People are going to watch it. It's a good movie. We just Everybody's recommended it and you're telling them the ending. I said at the end where they're... I know. You're uh, messing around, but still. You might as well call this a hair versus chair match for the first part. Yes. So much, so much chair. Ties the hair to the chair. Ties the hair to the rope. I liked it, though. Uh, oh, oh, by the end, I really liked it. Bailey bites Bianca. Bianca freaks out like Bailey's a zombie, but then football, health, football head <laughs> sells it. Yeah, he is football. Yeah. Uh, sells it like he's never Here's, seen. A should I do his his there. his Pennsylvania Dutch uh, edition of? Yeah, oh, oh my, oh my God! He's he's she's bitter. You bite? Did you see the bite? She bit her. Bitter. Bit her. She bit her. She bit her with the teeth. Did you see that, Cole? And Cole, look, he is just doing the face oh. palm the entire night. Oh yes, so many times. <sighs> And By the way, that was a horrible impersonation. He Football head sucks. A bite that doesn't even break the skin. But he oh, that, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Did that penetrate skin? It's bad enough, but then he tells us why the you know why that bite was so bad. 
Because there's no way Bianca could have been prepared for that. Oh my god. What? So they pull she Bailey pulls out kendo sticks that they say are taped together. But I, I couldn't tell in the first one, but the second one was great callback yeah, because last year Bailey tried to do that in her match against in her match against yeah. Sasha Banks, and it didn't work. And she made up for it this year. That was neat. Yeah, so she takes them, puts them in it. It's 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 a lot of great stuff. I liked where she tied her hair to her wrist, and there was like a yes, strap a strap thing. match. Yes, but you're burning a lot of this hair gimmick stuff off early because it's this is it. This is like uh, okay. Bailey could have even won this match by kind of like, well, cheating because you're allowed to do whatever you want. And then they could have had a final match with hair versus hair and title. And that's where Bianca gets it back. You could, and Bailey's bald. You could have done that. But after this, Bailey's going to be so desperate. Now, I don't know if she's in, I assume she's going to be in a qualifier. Um, but if she's not, don't forget, Bianca still needs to wrestle someone probably on Money in the Bank. And if that's the case, Bailey in a hair versus hair title match is the answer. Oh yeah, I it's kind of almost a given, I think, but whatever. Because we know Bailey would do anything she needs to do for wrestling, which is why I love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember who kicked who into the cell, and it looked good. And Football Head says, "Oh, kicked her into the cell. Nothing to see here." I don't even know what wow. that means. Wow. Then Football Head calls this ladies' match a dog fight, which you never would uh, say. Okay, so last week it was calling. Piper Niven, a cement mixer. This week it was calling, and that was Jimmy and Graves or whatever. This was, I don't remember which one said it, but whatever. It's Raw commentary team. SmackDown commentary's team says dogfight. And then on Raw, they call, they don't say like, they don't say like a freight train. They call Nia Jax a freight train. Jimmy does. Good job. So KOD on the ladder, Bianca retains. And this match was really good. It was, and the finish made sense. Everything about it worked. So, wow. Now, what did Bianca say backstage about not being able to forgive? I don't even... She goes backstage. Yeah. So, right. After the match, there was that interview. It was this weird blurb, and I'm like, who are you talking about? She's not going to forgive people that laugh at her or whatever. So, she's still going to be mad at Bailey, even though this is... She thinks the feud's over. But I think there's one more match left. Oh, no. It's do they have Lashley is back there with his dancing sisters and, and this, I, this dancing was bad sisters. editing because they're like we're gonna win it and then Lashley I guess gets angry but he looks like he's having some weird attack on his face and we cut to Alexa so if you're dumb right you right you'd think that she used his mat her magic on him yeah I know it was stupid editing is important it's editing is like Punctuation. Here's the thing, Larry. That's not Same. editing. That is a live transition, and that is Kevin Dunn. So, but that's editing, right? That's, I mean, no, because the video package. Editing. No, the that is that is technical director switching, whatever you want to call it. That is a different thing. Editing is the good stuff that the video packages are, and that's why they're so good because you have time to think about it and edit. This is just the transition. It's juxtaposition, and it is oh that it rhymed, and it's Kevin Dunn, and that's why it sucks. But it, you don't go from somebody making a weird face to someone who has magic and makes You do if you're Kevin Dunn and you don't care about anything ever. And every time something exciting is about to happen, you use it to go to break, high five. And when you come back, there's nothing happening. That's just go to break. That's what they call go to break. 
That's terrible. So it is Alexa. She's talking. Alexa, hey, Lily's stolen time out. Oh, my God. How did How he know? Arky Pete. And she says, you better be scared because when you knock at my door, you don't know who's going to answer. And I think, oh, my God, Alistair Black is. And then we heard the rumor that Alistair Black was backstage. So, huh. Interesting. Yeah, he was backstage, but he was sitting all alone in a dark room. It was. He was waiting. Yeah. Do you think he sneaks into that room? Because he just. Yeah, he's just waiting for somebody to knock at the door, and then he's like, "Can you get me a tissue? (laughs) Can you get me a bottle of water?" Yeah. Uh, So this is a match I thought I would hate, and I still hate the setup and everything. I love this match, and it means absolutely nothing. Even more angry. Made me so mad. Even more angry. This was a good match. What was the match? It's Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Exactly. This match was so good, and it meant zero. And oh and my the god, was terrible! How could you not have Cesaro win this and then have him go on to do Money in the Bank? This is the dumbest, dumbest situation here. So it's a fantastic match. I, but again, Football Head does this, and Cole has to correct him every show. Yep. Listen, every show. Football head will say something about this person being the greatest of whatever, and Cole has to back it off. He has to cool it down. Yep. Football head says Cesaro is the strongest human walking. He does. Like, <clears throat> I guess there's a guy in a wheelchair who's way stronger than Cesaro, but <laughs> to be uh, to be honest, the guy just does upper body workouts all the time anyway. So yes, he does. Like, That's true. Uh, then he says, <clears throat> that's Seth's MO, delivering injures, injuries to people with eyes. What does that mean? I, I, Helen Keller is safe. I don't know. That can't be what he said. Yeah. Delivering injuries to people with eyes. I, gonna, I love gonna, the match. I just hate the story. So what am I supposed to think here? Can I say what Football Head said about kicking the glove? Called it a... Yeah. He called it a piss missile. Yes. Which is a, fo- a baseball term. Why? Okay, but please explain what it means, Larry. I think it just means a, a a wild throw, right? I don't even know. I just know it's a baseball. I don't like baseball. Okay. Uh, you keep talking. I'm going to look because people yelled at him on Twitter about that. And then he tried to explain it. Oh, okay. Because I have no idea what it, I know. It's. I thought it was a wild throw. I've heard it in baseball, not from actual commentators and stuff. Yeah. It's a great, a great match. But it's it's a let's even the score with the heels so Seth Rollins gets a quick roll up. Even though they even though they told us during the match that Cesaro was already up two to one two to nothing. So this doesn't even it, but Seth says it's all even now. It's even. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. It's not even, but who cares? But yeah, so. I'm finding it. Sorry, it's just taking a minute. That's OK. Uh, they show the they show the panel from the pre-show and they even say stupid things in the recap. Uh, yeah. Sasha Lily feud package in the back. Sasha original and Nia don't want to talk about Lily. No. Not whole, yeah. so okay, Alexa hold on. Lewis, he he says Don instead of down even on Twitter. He spells it D-A-H-N. So ah, he's he's embracing the Pennsylvania Dutch life. Your Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh my God! Who's proud of that? I I'm partly that, and I don't want to be that. No, it's fine. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God! There goes my. There goes my stomach again. Okay. 
Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler? Nia, Close captioning said Shayna Baszler many times. Nia Jax and Reginald are there too. Uh, Shane is a little timid and everything. Reginald holds his eyes because he doesn't want to be hypnotized or, he, or he's afraid of uh, Seth Rollins because right. he beats up people with eyeballs. I think that's what it is because he beats their eyes. <laughs> I'm going to find out what he really said because that's not real. That's but um, I found out. Okay, so somebody asked him what the missile thing meant. And he said, he said, it means when you absolutely bomb something. A punt, a home run, a great throw, anything like that. Cesaro hit that thang clean. So wait. I've only heard it in baseball and I thought it was a bad thing. But, but I don't know. Okay, but that this is conflicting. When you bomb something, bombing means you failed. Well, unless you're like the gap ban, like you dropped a bomb on me, which always sounded like that was a good thing. Baby. This anyway, whatever. Anyway, whatever. That was not worth it. Sorry. Uh, this is this is a real problem with this match that bothered me and maybe no one else. Alexa Bliss is so tiny and her arms are so thin. Yeah. Every time Shayna puts a submission move on her or something, it looks like she's wrestling a china dawn trying not to hurt her i know arms. i hate it just like when naya was beating up alexa and she's like being all ginger with her and i i was like this sucks i hate it if you have I to do that they shouldn't be in the ring worried she would hurt her arm yeah if you have to do this like with maria and how she would never bump and if you have to then pretend to make her bump and then set her on the apron and hop down to the floor to get eliminated from battle royal guess what she shouldn't be in the match then because this is this sucks and it makes everything look phony but this match right here, this match right here, um, Alexa Bliss, what is my point? What am I trying to say here? Alexa Bliss, oh, the one time they could have used the, they haven't used this in years. They could have oh, used the- Oh, double jointed? Yes. And that I would make her look creepy, right? Yeah. Instead, she does the the, the whole- the Isn't the whole thing. gimmick in horror movies when you, you shoot someone and like you shoot a zombie and their jaw- is blown off to the side, but then they just go crack it, crack and snap it right back in and then attack you. That's what she could have done with the arm. Nope. Instead, it looks like uh, Shayna is trying to gingerly pretend to break your arm. I hate it. And this match look fake and dumb because of it. And there's hypnosis in it too. So, Oh, the, to <clears throat> spread the hate around new guy on a yeah. wall. Uses the term in peril. Ooh. I've never heard that used in actual wrestling of you. No. But he's heard it talk because we always talk about the, yes. the face in peril. But he's doing it. Behind- he's saying it with women. So that's what he thinks, you know. Mm-hmm. Stuck in his head. Yeah. So hypnotism here, hypnotism there. Naya gets hypnotized and she slaps Reginald, which I don't understand. If I could hypnotize Naya, I would have her jump in the ring and beat up. I don't Correct. Do I and she, she you have to mention that she does try to hypnotize Shayna, but Shayna knows the trick because she's watched it happen So on Reginald. So she won't look Alexa in the eye. That's great. Okay. This will not happen. And I'm not even suggesting it should, but. Yeah, if there was a blindfold match, if if Shayna was like, "I will wrestle you," but in a blindfolded match where you cannot hypnotize, yeah, me, it'd be hilarious. Uh, Twisted Bliss, Alexa wins. Why oh my god! So Twisted tiny Bliss? Alexa, fragile Alexa Bliss, 
just beats the MMA fighter Shayna. Ba- okay, whatever. Yeah. I've never seen a match where someone looked so dumb, like you said, incapable against against someone who looked like they were trying not to hurt someone. Yep. In the match. It was really stupid. It looked like somebody had that glass bone disease. Yes. And they wanted their make a wish was to be a professional wrestler. So they got in there with. Yep. Brock, and they're like, well, please, Brock, but don't hurt Brock me. would actually kill them. Yeah. But, and, yeah. Uh, to make, make me even more angry about the world and how it works. Football head is up for some stupid award for his match in NXT. I wasn't going to mention that because I'm just sickened. But and listen, talk, and talk. to be fair, to be fair, his match was f- great. I was going to say fine, oh. but it was better than fine. If he would have disappeared I just don't want to hear him talk. that, yeah. I would have said, you know, I was wrong about everything I ever said about him. That was a great match. He really worked hard, blah, blah, blah. But yes, when you got to bring a fake award okay. into it where I'm out. But I, but I had to mention it because it'll come up later. Sammy against Kevin Owens. <sighs> oh, oh, by the way. I didn't have these problems, but oh my God, so many people had problems where they couldn't oh, see the Seth Rollins uh, match. They couldn't see most of the Se- Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens match. They couldn't see any of Rhea Ripley against Charlotte. Peacock really, really is crappy. Now, my problem is when I turn on Peacock and hit play, I've got to look at whatever's on the screen and it just sits there and sits there. Weird. And then finally it'll kick in. And that sucks. Yeah, it's it's not a great experience, and it's two minutes behind at least minimum uh, live action. So that's and that's not cool. It's comparing to what we used to have with the network, and there's no comparison, and it makes me angry. Yep. The network was wonderful compared to this. Sami Zayn against Kevin Owens. Again, uh, spoiler, this is going to be such a fun match. If it meant something, it's a shame. We hadn't seen it a million times because the match is cool, but it means not, it means less than nothing because this isn't anything to do with the Intercontinental Title whatsoever. This is just its own stupid thing. So you know, Sami Zayn, we're switching from conspiracy to karma, and Football Head says karma is in the eye of the beholder, which is the way the. Which way will the pendulum swing? That's karma. How many different I, things did he just combine there? I don't even know what any of them meant. Wow. Kevin Owens beats up Sammy, but Kevin still can't breathe because he got that thumb to his yep. throat three days ago or whatever it was. They talk about, oh, these guys, they they're such great friends. Listen, I understand the story because I know wrestling, but if you take the time in WWE that they've been there, they've been enemies 70 to 80 percent oh, almost time. all the time owens was friends with jericho not sammy yep no, so. they were only during that yup movement or whatever was that was when you yeah, know that was when they were friends for five minutes that's it yeah but you know behind the scenes uh. so i had to bring up the award that football head is getting for having that match in nxt because football says head says I just can't imagine being in the ring with with a great wrestler. What? You just you were in the ring with Adam Cole, you stupid idiot. I to get an award for it. So Kevin Owens can't breathe. He's only got one arm. His arm is hurt. They do really good bumps outside. For the third time, he's only done three matches. So it's every match. Football head tonight says, oh, oh we're in overtime now. We're- yep. Uh, okay. So he does the overtime thing. 
and it's always game seven and it's always overtime. Before that, every week it's, we are in a 15 round fight and this is round 14. And it's like, stop telling me that you think the match is going to be over. I understand you can feel that, but don't say that ever. And there are no rounds. You can say, what are these two? I know what they could say. What are these guys? Two guys have left. You say things like that. You don't say, okay, the finish is going to happen now. Please don't. He uses the term gut sack, which I don't know what that is. Yeah, he said that before. And then Cole says that Owen's left arm is useless. And Football Head says, so is my left leg. But I made a lot of money doing it. What? Wow. I guess he meant kicking a football. I guess. But wow. why do I care if I'm a wrestling fan? I don't. No one does. He needs to stop so it. They bro- they're both out of the ring. And the ref is counting to bring them in, and they are taking too much time, so the ref has to slow down the count. So football head not only points that out, but says that as part of the conspiracy, even though yep. it helped Sammy get in the it's ring. It's not before. supposed to be a thing. Yep, I know. I know. So this is just a sad two of the most underused people in yep. wrestling right here. And Haluva kick, Sammy wins with an Haluva kick. So Sammy wins for like the first time in a hundred years and on top of that, after this, Kevin Owens went on Twitter, and I don't know if it's a work or whatever, or it's just a break, but he said he needs time away so he can think about all this. I guess be- being beat by by conspiracy non-wrestler Sami Zayn is too much for him to handle. I can't say he's wrong. And I hate the fact that if he's not messing with us, that means Kevin Owens isn't in Money in the Bank. Which is a great match for Kevin Owens. And do you know what that means? That means that if he's not in that, oh my God, is he going to come back in two weeks and wrestle Reigns again? Please stop these rematches. No, maybe. Oh my God. So Sammy comes out of the ring and does what Reigns No, it's probably, like you said, it's probably going to be Dominic is next. It probably will. We'll get to that. Uh, No, we won't because it's not SmackDown. Oh my God, how about this? Reigns and... Jimmy Uso to punish Jay, they wrestle for the tag titles and beat Rey Mysterio and Dominic for, and win them. And so the Usos aren't tag champs, and one of them's left out. Oh, that's way better than anything they would. Think They'll of. never think of that. So forget it. No, forget but that it. would be funny. I would love that. I know so that's a lesser Sam- title, and you can have the one Uso carry both titles around. That would be amazing. Oh. Yes. Oh, it's all there. No, it's not. Not for them. Okay, it's all there for me because I I want good things. But you're taking their lemons <sighs> and making lemonade. I know. Just... But that I made like a, like a half and half. I made like an Arnold Palmer out of that. That was amazing. So yeah, Sammy won. He's so excited. He comes out, does what heels do, and he's like, "Yeah, I won, whatever." And he's doing the talk. You know, you you talk. You're like. Stupid football head has to be part of the celebration. Oh. Has to try to get Sammy on the mic. Now, Sammy shouldn't be on the mic right no. now. That's not how wrestling works. So football is like, look, look, come come use the mic in my mouth so I can be on screen. Yep. And sick of him. And it's only going to get worse. Eventually, I, we're going to have to stop covering shows with him on it. Booker T. We, we tried, and then people were like, please bring back SmackDown. Roman Reigns is good. Yeah, but that's the only yes. good thing on the show. So I have to cover this commercial. It's a, What is it a commercial for? 
Little Caesars? I don't even know. Is there that? Is it the credit card? I don't know. Oh, okay. is it the one with the Capital One guy? Probably. No, it's the one with Caesar, the Roman guy. Yeah, that's Capital One. I was right. Booker they're, T and Ca- Booker T and the and the credit card guy. Yes. Yeah. Well, Booker T and a guy dressed like Caesar, and they're like blah blah blah. Sell this, sell this, sell this. At the end, Booker T goes, "Can you dig it?" And just drops it. So he doesn't say, one. "Can you dig it, Caesar?" Yes. How Can stupid. You dig it, Caesar. Wow. I, I guess what? I even the professionals don't get jokes or understand what's best because we are the improvers. I should have. Here's the thing, Larry. I missed my calling. I should have been a producer. I should be just fixing everyone's crap. That's all I should do. But 24 Joe, hours a day any, fixing their crap, I could be a billionaire right now. Anyone on that set looks and sees Booker T. They I see know. Caesar, but they hear Booker T say, can you dig that? You're doing that with like, a celebrity, though, or not a celebrity, but a a guy that you have to pay that's not in WWE that's part of the Capital One commercials. So you're doing that already. So that's already in its own little bubble. So there's no way you're going to be get. You, there's no way that you're going to stand there and go, "Hey, uh, this is the, I. I have an improvement for you." They're never going to do that. I, I literally could be mopping the floor. I know, and I would say something too to the side. Yes, and be, turn around and be like, "Why wouldn't you say, can you dig that Caesar?" I'd stand there and I'd say, "Oh, you know what we should do? We should have the the ant." pick up the ladder and he'll walk through the scene and then the ladder's really long and then we'll have him run around behind my camera and then he'll pick up the back and then he's but he's also carrying that yeah that was mine that was mine god i love those gimmicks or the or the sheet of glass can someone can someone ask uh orange cassidy if he remembers the time that he was dressed up like an ant, and I produced him. I, to- I, I told him, I directed him, and told him the, the ladder gimmick, and it was the greatest thing ever. Can someone please ask him if he remembers that? Because there's no way when he forgot Orange- that. I love when we say stuff like, when Orange Cassidy was dressed like an ant. or when I know, and, and some people get it, and some people don't. Some people don't know what I used to do, or where, you know, they don't know. So, Can you do an imitation of talking to Cesaro? I'm like, hey, hey, Claudio, what's up? How's it going? He's like, I'm good. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Good? Is that how you say good? (laughs) He didn't speak. He didn't speak that, you know, know completely fluent English back then. He knew a lot of English. And then he would start to tell a joke. And he'd be like, oh, oh, I have one for for you. Um, This one one time with the cat, uh, he goes up. (laughs) He goes up on the roof and he says, um, Scooby Dooby Doo. Is that a joke? I thought it was funny. That is, that, I mean, that was my life for a while. And Cesar is such a good guy. God, I wish he would. He's great. <laughs> he, and how could, okay, he's not done yet. He, he, they could still be building him right now. Because they, if they build someone, it's six years too late, but they do do it. Yes. Now we see a commercial where Montez Ford is a dad, so good for him. Hey, there it is. Okay. Father, it's Father's Day. Uh, yeah. Roman Reigns. They, oh, the Roman Reigns uh, Rey Mysterio cage match is actually on the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, most match. of it. Most of it's on there in a video. That is a lot of a crappy match I didn't want to see. Rhea Ripley's title is on the line against Charlotte Flair. Hey, the fake crowd hates Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Look so. at that. 
I have to be like, what are we doing in this match? Mm. So the match, this is the gimmick of the whole match. Charlotte is is a veteran bad guy. So she does a lot of a lot of veteran bad guy stuff and, like right. like sneaky cheating like ropes and like kicking the air, which I guess is She kicked the air behind Rhea Ripley over and over. Times. Multiple oh times. I would give you one air kick. She like three air kicks. She and it wasn't like you try and stomp someone and they keep moving. She was just pretending she's like the camera won't pick this up. Did she think there was a camera directly behind I don't, Rhea? I never understand when they do phantom throws and kicks like that. Also, when she does that Big Bird Bagok kick out of nowhere, every time she does it and it misses, now she adds the Judas effect at the end and it looks like a botch every time. But it's 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 too it's like the Commander Aziz thing. It's too quick to even understand what's happening, so it's not a wrestling movie you should be doing. I don't well, like the way it looks at all. I guess Rhea has knee problems and Rhea's in trouble. Rhea uses the baffle from the comms table to hit Charlotte, and that's a d- disqualification. So, yeah, we just had a disqualification here on this match, which was a pretty big wow. pushed match. Wow. They pushed this match for a month, all the while Charlotte and Rhea losing on Raw, and them adding no third opponent or fourth opponent. No Oscar, no Nikki Cross, no nothing. And then giving us nothing by having a DQ. Now, that's understandable to hold off that whole third opponent because you're going to do something big with Nikki on Raw. So, yeah, hold it hold yeah. off. For, yeah, you, something really cool with Nikki. Oh, she should do something really good and unique and yeah. never has been done before. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, so it's a DQ. So the champ keeps her title. She runs up the ramp. Charlotte says, you're learning. Did she say B word? Yes. Oh, you're learning B word. But guess what? And Rhea says, I did what you would have done. Yep. And Charlotte spoiled everything about this in an interview before the match. Because she's like, I'm using this as a teaching tool for the Rhea Ripley and making her better. And I'm going to teach her things. And they're both heels and hate each other. So she basically told us what we should have known. She told us. I didn't know what to expect from this match because heel, heel, whatever. They're going to be best friends by the end of this dumb stuff. No. God, no. One of them needs to go away. You mean both? Drew McIntyre. Oh, sorry. Drew McIntyre against the champion Bobby Lashley for the WWE belt. Oh, my God. Listen. I. Why all of a sudden are you calling it the WWE belt? What are you, um, Jimmy Smith? Jimmy Schmitz. Ah, uh, listen. I complain every year. Every year. And if you listen to the show, what do I complain about every year? You about say companies? the cell can never live up to the McFoley and the good matches that it had, so you might as well not even do it anymore. Because you don't I go to the say. top, you don't fall off, you don't fall through, and if you do, you're just doing repeats, and there's nothing else to do in there. So don't do it. That's what I say, except in a in a more entertaining way. But I'm paraphrasing. Is the why didn't you this, say it if you're so great? Well, this is the best Hell in the Cell match that I think you could do in this the modern era with match. Gimmicks. I love this match. This match was great. These guys destroyed themselves. Um, everything they did was a believable fight. Every, I didn't all know who was going to win? There's only one part in it that's funny and questionable, which we'll get to. <laughs> but other than that, 
man, this match is good. And I never want to see them wrestle again. And also, also, this is proof right here, which, spoiler, there's going to be another cell match on Raw uh, for reasons known. But a cell match, two of them on the pay-per-view, one of them on Raw, one of them on SmackDown, is complete proof that you do not need this pay-per-view to exist. You should only be using this cell for feuds and not for nonsense like this. But this match needed it, and it was perfect for it. Listen, if you if we're going to see a match so many times as we've seen last, so many times that it has become something they talk about on the show about how many times. We've yes, seen sure is too match. many chances, and this match has been going on. Feuds been going on for months. Yep. This, but it before worked. WrestleMania. It, yeah, it worked. This match alone made me glad I watched the pay per view. Lashley takes Lashley takes some great bumps early. Yep. I don't know what happened to Lashley. I used to make fun of how bad he is because when he was a, when he was a young green face like Kermit the Frog, he would never know what to do, and he would get. We would talk about this in the show years ago. He would get lost in the ring, and he'd be like, "I don't know what to do. Uh, another belly to belly. Okay, uh, what do I do? A belly belly. Okay, what do I do? Belly belly." He doesn't know what to do. He was like Scott Steiner in that way, where Scott Steiner was good, and then later he got like ring Alzheimer's or whatever. And he's like, I'll do another belly to belly. And it's like, what, but you got to do something different this time, belly to belly. So Lashley would get really lost. He is a, he's a real veteran now and being a heel suits him. So it's so good. I don't know. I gotta have to go back and think, but this is, seems to me his best match ever. Well, again, you take, this match, which was made for this cell because this this feud is going to end here. You have MVP with Lashley, which is the greatest thing that ever happened to his career, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And you combine that and it's awesome. And you have him and now that he's a seasoned veteran instead of a green. Yes, all the pieces are here for this to be one of Lashley's greatest matches of all time, if not his best match. Yep, I agree. And Drew... And Drew came out looking like he was doing exactly what he'd been BS talking about. Yep. He came out strong. He was like, I'm giving he you, you're like, oh my God, Drew's doing everything. Drew will not stop. It's just amazing. Then we get a ref bump and Drew and, and Drew gets a count. He could have got the count, but no ref. So Drew says, Unlock that cage, get us a new ref in here yeah. so I can pin this guy. The ref comes in and MVP slips in. It's amazing. Yep. And then MVP is locked in the cage with him. Yep. Claymore kick, but MVP, oh no, MVP ruins this. That's awesome. MVP gets beaten up. Oh, Drew's back. Oh my God. His back is destroyed. It's a great visual. Uh, They, oh, they both, oh, they go through tables, whatever. Drew goes through a table and you explain this part. Okay, this is incredible. So you might've missed this. You got to go watch this again. And this is, trust me, it's worth it. So there's this part where, Lashley is going to like chuck Drew off the apron and kind of like choke slam him through uh, to the floor. But he does it and we're like, we hear crunch, crunch, crunch. And I'm like, was that a table? What was there? Okay. (sighs) They keep on Lashley for a while on the shot while something's going on on the floor. When we cut to Drew on the floor, he's laying there. 
but where's the table that just broke? A hand pops out from under the ring and chucks a broken table out at him. Because he landed on a crash pad, they scooped it in, and they quick chucked an already broken table out. And I'm taking notes. There was a guy in the ring this whole time. I was trying under to figure the out how I, mentioned, how I missed this. I was taking notes. When, so when I saw Drew on the ground, I'm like, why is he off the table? And where's and so I go back right. to my notes and when I look back, the hand was already gone. I didn't even see the hand until so you I, told me. So my assumption, it was amazing. My assumption is when that door opened for the other ref and MVP to sneak in, they also snuck in a guy to go under the ring to deliver the already the broken table pieces. <laughs> but it <laughs> looks... Funny hilarious and guess what i can't wait till the thunderdome gets destroyed and blasted in a million pieces with a death star or whatever they're going to do send it back to rana center because then they're not going to be able to do stupid things like no that because this imagine this reveal this is finally showing us what has been happening this whole time there's oh, been remember when dominic took that cool spill yes never and it was saw? the same thing it was like it's just like this just like the spot ray took and just like the spot drew took it's all fake. How many times did Omos or anybody chuck somebody over the railing? How many times did, what did Cruz throw Biggie over the railing and he was supposed to have landed on? No, that's right. Biggie was already on the floor and he threw steps at Biggie and the sound of the steps, because there's no fans there and they could lie, Biggie wasn't really there. So the sound of the steps hitting Biggie were the sound of the same sound as the steps hitting the floor. So, all this bullcrap camera nonsense that they can do, which is fine. In some ways, it's, it works. Like when they did the pandemic WrestleMania, they did a spot in the ladder match you know, on a crash pad. You couldn't do that normally. So that's cool. That's a safety thing. But the more we get back to reality here, you got to knock it off. They're, they've taken it too far. And when, as Don would say, the invisible hand becomes visible, then it's it's not cool anymore. You just revealed the magician's secret, you stupid idiots. You can't do that in wrestling. Charlotte's already well, done it enough with her phantom kicks. It's almost over, so. It is. Three more weeks and we're out, so. But here's the thing. After, after this year-long experiment is over now, they could have done a lot neater stuff. There could have been some really cool stuff doing. Not and we it, with their creativity level, no way. No, I'm just saying. You mean could have we done. could have done something better? Oh, yes. um, um, Tony Khan could have done something better. Uh, name another creative person. Um, Jericho could have done something it's better. Uh, even Scott Demore could have done something better. WWE doesn't care. They got paid in advance. They're not going to do that much. MVP holds down Drew's leg and Lashley gets the pin. Oh, and listen, my God. I've seen a lot of of wrestlers sell after a match looking depressed and the bad guy looking Drew victorious. Was this was just, great. Drew was devastated because, and not just because he lost the match because he knows now, wow, maybe I, I can't beat Lashley for that title. In, in a title match, I always fail. And not only that, oops, this was my last chance. And he's and he, probably, and he knows how many times he's done this. He, and we, we've heard him say yes, this too. He, and he keeps failing and he's, he's lying to his fan base. And then also, yes, he says, I keep wrestling him and I keep wrestling him, getting all these chances. I know I do, but I'm going to beat him with that Claymore. And then MVP's holding his leg so he can't do the Claymore <laughs> and he just gets screwed. And he's like, Oh crap, that was my last chance. And you know, the story goes even further because even if his plan is the next night on Raw to say, but I'll win money in the bank and that's how I'll get my chance. Not so fast. 
No, even with money in the bank, you'd have to cash in on Roman Reigns or hope Lashley loses the title because you can't cash in on Lashley because that match isn't allowed. So this is, Drew is is done. He's got to figure something else out. Listen, when we, we've looked at Drew's whole rise to stardom during COVID and we've always talked about how I think he would have done great with a live crowd. I think. He, oh my God. He, yeah. he really was doing great. great. Remember, he was doing great with live crowd. He was doing really, really good when I they really were doing the countdown. Done a great job with this. Yes. Yes. So this has been Drew and Lashley really greatest time ever, and they had a good the, the best they can be. I think. But you remember they had a good time in TNA and Impact. They that was actually pretty good. That yeah. was I would say that was when Lashley was headband Lashley, but he was really good. And then Drew oh, was just starting to get built at that point before he came back to NXT and won the title. But that was good. This is this is fantastic. So it's the best thing about wrestling is when you tell me somebody's a monster and you also show me. You yep. give me both those things. Yeah. And that's what they it's, do with Lashley. It's and always it's appreciated. Worked. Yep. Uh I have an email. Uh it says let's see here if it would load. Um Oh my God, this is awesome. It says, Bailey or Belly? This is from Humnamahama. It says, while watching Hell in a Cell, my wife asks, is that wrestler's name really Belly? My response, <laughs> no, Michael Cole's just an idiot who can out, cannot pronounce simple words. Yes. Oh, Belly with the belly to belly. I meant Bailey, but I say, I call her Belly. Just like he says, hooks the leg. It's not the leg, it's the leg. That's Cole. I don't know what accent that is. But I do know that uh, going Don Ton with Pennsylvania Dutch <laughs> um, football head. I can't believe I never picked it up before. Okay, it hasn't been that long. That I know. I was too busy listening to how stupid he is. I didn't. Well, if you're Pennsylvania Dutch, you're pretty dopey anyway. But am I dopey? Hmm. No, Could be. I don't hear. Yeah, you have, you have no, I don't do the accent. No, no, no. Ever. It is funny because one of my best friends in the world, Don Tom, is, yeah, is Phil Bailey, yeah, and he, Phil Belly. He does have, he, yeah, he has a full, full yeah. gut, and one of one of our friends' kids called us full belly. That's like, so oh, mean! Oh, oh my god, kid, that's awful. That's so bad. Uh oh, wait, I have another one. Crap, we do. Uh yeah, this one says holding pat, <laughs> holding pattern twenty twenty one. Also known as Not Done With You Yet. Also known as Gotta Get My Win Back. Also known as As Seen On TV. Also formerly known as Why Are They Still Using That Red Cell? Slowbro Brazil Jr. writes in and says, Joe, I need to apologize. I have been defending football head in hopes that he would improve, but alas, he is just awful. He randomly yells stuff. My eight-year-old can give me more insightful information than this fool. I miss Morrow. I even miss Liar Tom. Football head needs to go. As far as in the ring, there were some good matches on the pay-per-view, but they were all predictable, and the theme of the night was rinse, repeat, high five. I, I know. I know. And I, I'm a dummy going, well, no titles change hands, but I bet Charlotte wins. And then it's like, disqualification. I guess technically she did win. He says... We need the draft or a shakeup. Don't forget, I did. I did tell you when the draft is supposed to be. It's supposed to be right at the, the not the raw after SummerSlam, but the raw right after that. So we're looking at almost September for that to happen. So that's going to be a while. 
Um, he says, we need the draft or shake up and preferably Vince and the high five posse to retire. Maybe this all the company and retire because it'll be over two months of rematches until SummerSlam. You're right. Sincerely slow bro, Brazil junior. Um, and then he talks about Dewdrop, and, um, we're going to find out about that on raw in my next review here. And, um, he says, at least it's better than Mace T-Bar and Retaliation, but it does spell eventual jobber, which is unfortunate because Piper's a good wrestler. Yep. Oh, yeah. I would like to see her really be a wrestler. Well, let's talk about that now because I want to talk about it. It's good. Okay. Yeah. Raw. Yeah. Raw live from the stupid arena. Oh, my God. Only three to go. <sighs> three to go. Um, the cell is still above the ring. Okay. What? But also the Money in the Bank briefcases are hanging up there. So it's a combo of all yeah. two pay-per-views. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen this money in the hell. Nope, never. Money in the cell. Shot him with your bell. Got your money in the bell. Money in the bank. Shot him with your crank. Got the money in the bank. Shoddy what you drank. Well, now we now we get the the music by the young up and comer Ozzy Osbourne. We do. That was on the pay per view, but. Uh, tonight they announce on Raw that there are five qualifying matches for Money in the Bank. Larry, tell me about our conversations the day of the Raw, the earlier today, when you ask me what's on what the what's on the slate, week. what's on the slate for Raw tonight, yeah, and usually I, I go to dot com and I look and then I say okay they have this they have this and they have this or they'll only and say now one it's thing usually two or three. I'm saying. They usually have and two or three things advertised. Like somebody just looks at somebody tonight. But it's so, still, they exactly. Sometimes it's just one thing and it's a face-to-face or a contract signing. But at least you go to .com and you find out. Other times, I have the inside scoop and I can tell you like three things yeah. that are going to happen in Raw because I know what's going to happen because I've seen the script. Well, there's no script lately because Vince rips them up all the time. So there's ch- plans are changing every second. Well, for some reason, we have... Five qualifying matches for Money in the Bank and the cells still hanging above the ring. Yet none of this was advertised until minutes before the show. I'm talking it was seven o'clock. The show starts at eight and at seven something they put this up on dot com. That's awful. How do they expect anyone to care? How do they expect anyone and, to know? And also they are they're doing the entire Money in the Bank setup this week so they better get to work thinking of stuff to do next week that's all oh I my say. god it's gonna be well I, they do they are this raw but i am i am scared about how bad nick's raw is gonna be yes this raw was not the worst it was just weird nope. and there were problems but there were some good things too but okay here we go so lashley and mvp come out with the lashley toots um which is great vip lounge time lashley says he says Drew at his best isn't even good enough to beat me. So, um, yeah, bye, Drew. And they show Drew's sad face on the Tron from when he <laughs> lost last night. It's really good. So they decide they're going to do a toast. They just decided that now, right? It wasn't advertised. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Okay. New Day comes out to interrupt. First of all, Larry, what did I say they would do at the beginning of Raw? A Lashley celebration. And then Kofi Kingston. And isn't that exactly what happened? I, I'm telling, like, gotcha. I'm booking it and going, wow, 
WWE could do something different now. They could bring Finn Balor up for NXT since he's not doing much, and they could have him qualify to be in the ladder match, and that would actually, he doesn't even have to win. That would just make it different. And I'm thinking of all these cool things they could do, and then I said, no, they'll just have New Day come out. And okay, effing New Day comes out. Number one, you knew it was going to be a Lashley celebration. Number two, all you had to think about was, okay, who else is black in the in Okay, Raw? that's a Vince yeah. segregation racist that's a thing. Vince thing. But I'm saying, if you don't think of it like that, and you just think of it as basic wrestling booking, this doesn't even make sense. But they come out. This is worse. They bring toast. Not just like two slices of toast. How long does it take to make the amount of toast they made? It depends on how you've got to have a 16 Let's say you're toaster. Let's say you're Snoopy, and you have all those toasters at Thanksgiving. So you have all those different ones. Even then, how long would it take? That would blow a fuse in five minutes. Okay. They have a complete cart full of toast. Did they read the script? This wasn't advertised. How would you have time? Okay, whatever. But they act like they did because they're explaining the joke. They're like, look, toast, see? You you toast, you're yes. having a toast. And every piece says, oh boy, the circus is in town. And, and New Day just right. to like... This is what is great, though. If, what's, if they would use this right, which they're not going to, yeah. but MVP has been so right about everything. I know. MP, it, they don't even get mad. They stand in the ring with toast being thrown at them and say, you're clowns. Yep. You are a clown. And if this would somehow end in either Kofi or Kofi and Woods joining MVP to the point where eventually once you do the 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 brand uh whatever it's called the the dra- shakeup or the draft you have Biggie going what the f are you guys thinking what are you doing and then Biggie eventually goes oh screw it this is actually the right way that's some <laughs> really good stuff if but anything would happen like I that, know. but it's not going to but that's fine whatever but Yes, MVP says the circus is in town, and they prove him right by chucking yes. toast into the ring like clowns. If you are going to turn a face heel, show me a realistic reason that would happen. And boy, they've given me so many reasons Kofi would finally be like, wow, I am. Yes, I, I am a clown. Look at all this footage. He has one, one thing he's throwing toast. One thing he's dancing on pancakes. One time he has a unicorn horn. Think about all this footage. Like MVP could build a video package showing Kofi what he's wrong. And Kofi could go, oh, crap. Yes. This could be really good if they could work this right. So MVP says, this clown nonsense you guys are doing, this is why you guys were watching the pay-per-view instead of being on the pay-per-view. Which is a valid heel point. It's really good. He says... Truth speaking heels. Yep. He says... You guys are just stupid cosplay with your stupid court jester friend. This You're not even real. And Kofi says, oh, what about how I, uh, you're not going to think that when I beat Lashley for the title. He says, MVPs, because he got ahead of himself there. And he says, MVP and the special ladies there, they're going to leave you, Lashley, if that happens. And Kofi shows footage of when he beat Lashley. But they. This is funny. They edit out the part where Drew helps. <laughs> and Graves is like, it's edited. <laughs> so that was good. So Kofi. If if Kofi has a claim here, how does uh, Nikki not have a claim? I know. She has 100 claims, more, but now she's, she's Mighty Mouse. Claims. We'll talk about spoilers. So Kofi says, 
I challenge you, Lashley, at Money in the Bank for the WWE title. And this is what I said earlier today. This is exactly what I said would happen because this is the easiest thing for WWE to do. MVP goes, wait, what? And Lashley goes, I accept. Like, real quick, like, you're a joke. I like that. Yeah, he should have expounded more. He should have said, I just beat a real man in Drew McIntyre. Yes, how in the world would, would you beat me unless for some reason you have help? But then it gets really confusing because Lashley says, you won that time against me with interference. So we have to make sure that at Money in the Bank, there's no interference. And MVP goes, no, no, not at Money in the Bank. Tonight, tonight. Yeah. And Lashley goes, MVP's okay. like you're jumping the gun here. Don't and Lashley goes, okay, tonight I want to face Xavier Woods. But Lashley was right. So it's a cage match at the... Lashley gave away the fact that it's going to be a cage match. Well, I don't know that, but I would... I can't. I don't think you could have a cage match the pay per view after you have the cell. I don't think it makes sense. Well, then what was Lashley thinking? I think. I think he was thinking he would kill Woods tonight, so that Kofi wouldn't have a helper at the pay per view. Mm. That's what he meant. But MVP misunderstood him. So then he tried to correct him, but it was all confusing. And Woods says, "Uh, "I'm in the King of the Ring tournament." That's, stop. Okay, I have had enough, Xavier Woods. You're a fun guy. You love your games. It's all fun and everything. You're super fun, Austin Creed. I'm a fun, fun, fun. Everything's fun and colorful and fun. Stop trying to politic and book yourself into everything. He's like, every week on Raw, he would do unscripted things. Like he'd go, I need that match against Reckoning. And it's like, what? What? It's a Twitter thing. Oh, right. It means nothing. Got it. Reckoning, I need the match. I want to fight a woman. It's like, they're not going to do that. What are you doing? Now it's, I saw, oh, I saw the King thing on, on SmackDown. I want to, King of the Ring, that's me. I want to be in it and I'm going to win so I could have a funny accent and I'm, I'm going to do the King impression from Hamilton. I'm a funny guy. You're putting way too much effort into somebody who's just I know, but a can you imagine if other people did that? Well, that's the whole thing about they're told to do that by other. Oh, you need to put yourself over. It I know, but not like that where you book yeah, a thing that you, now it sounds like you're promising fans one thing. And then his fan base is rabid because that's what always happens. And then all they want is that match against Reckoning. They never got it. All they want is for him to be king of the ring. Well, I don't even know that there's going to be. There might be a tournament coming up. That's possible. But he's already thinks he's booking himself to win it by talking about it. And it's like, yes, it would be funny to have Xavier Woods be a king like that and have that funny accent and all that. But like, who's his like guys? Like, who's his gesture? Who's his whatever? Uh, what? I you're gonna have to bring up new people. I don't. Oh my god. Anyway, enough about that. You're right. Too much. Woods accepts the match for tonight against Lashley, but only if it's in a cell and Lashley accepts they're like well the cell's hanging above the the ring yeah I was gonna say you mean the cell that's still up there luckily they still had it up there yeah so Uh, how convenient it's very confusing and weird because that match with no build and no reason to exist and no advertising is gonna happen when you had a disqualification last night with Rhea and Charlotte and look up in the sky there's a cell Hanging there. 
This is perfect. Do this. Nope. Let's do, let's put Woods in the cell because he politicked so he could say, I want to be in the main event of Raw in a cell and go, and it's not even a title match, but I could say I fought the WWE champion. Because don't forget the pecking order here. Kofi's allowed to get the title first. Biggie's allowed to get the title second. And according to New Day rules, Woods is allowed to get the title third, if ever. This is the best he's ever going to get if WWE doesn't one day decide he's the next Kofi Kingston and they want to push him. That's all. Yeah, it just, sounds like I'm mad at Xavier Woods. I'm mad at the way he conducts business. <clears throat> and I understand. Listen, you're going to... You could say like Chris Jericho, like he's like, yeah, I always felt like I was bothering people, but then I learned, yeah, you just got to go start knocking down doors and like nobody's going to come to you. You got to do, I understand he's doing what he thinks is best for his career, but it just comes across as this weird, it's this whole, it's this whole mob power thing with the internet where he has so many followers on social media that if he says something, he just hopes that they'll put enough pressure on WWE so that, you know, he'll break the door open that way. That's also a good way to get fired too. So, you know, we'll see. But the New Day's an act that they can't afford to lose right now. But anyway, like I was saying, they put this match in there with no advertising and no nothing. That's going to be the main event of Raw. WWE has Jim, absolutely no idea what they're doing day to day. What do you, what do you think? That's that's a, a lot like SmackDown, isn't it? Uh, copy paste. Now we have a commercial. Is this real? A commercial for Pride Month where they admit Sonya is yeah. gay? Yep. <gasps> what well, poor Darren Young didn't get that. He was afraid. He was afraid to say anything. Uh, you know how it is. There's a difference between gay women and gay men. They're I understand that as far lot. as politically goes. And yes, I, 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 I get it. AJ Styles and Omos come out. And didn't I say this earlier today? Because... Earlier today, AJ Styles and Omos find the Viking Raiders backstage. He says, you guys are zero. No, you're less than zero. You're nothing. My brain is going to explode over the thought of that one. Whoo. But Styles brags about his qualifier against Ricochet tonight. And AJ gets turkey on his glove. But the Viking Raiders are like, ho, ho. One's like, I'm going to beat you up, AJ, for taking my turkey leg, knocking it on the floor. And the other one's like, patience, I read the script. And yeah, he's like, hold on, we'll, we'll, do, we'll be there. So Even much later. of tonight is I read the script, so and so much of tonight is, oh, big surprise finish, because the, the, we love upsets. Just well, tonight, then, though. But, but so much of tonight is, I've got to think what they're going to do if this person does win. Yes. So, like with AJ, you're like, well, if AJ wins... He's tag champ, so that's not going to work. And isn't that... All this, was this not what I five-minute booked today? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yes. Yeah. So, Money in the Bank qualifier, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. But the problem is, how is this anything? Ricochet lives on main event. He's barely able to go against Sheamus for the US title. I don't understand how we get this. He's going to... And I wrote... Before I knew. But they ask later on. You'll see some jobbers asking. I know. We're going to talk about all that. Okay. I ask this. And in my notes, I say, and this is way before the match was over. I say, he lives on main event, yet he will win this match for no other reason than ladder spot fest. Yep. Flippy floppy. Okay. So Ricochet in a box reminds us that 
he has had a title shot once in his career, and he lost. No that was against Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia. Nobody remembers that. I'm glad Rick you Sh- remember that. I do. I couldn't have, couldn't even told you what that well, was. Well, because, yeah, I remember. Ricochet, oh my God, he's supposed to do the Will Ospreay, and he's supposed to walk up the ring post and flip backwards. He falls over, and that's supposed to be so we can go to break. Almost high five. We come back. We get a cool sequence of Northern Lights suplex into a brain buster, but new guy doesn't know brain buster. He has absolutely no idea what that is. So you know what he calls that move? Mm-mm. Two in a row. Then he calls a German a gut wrench. They correct him in his headset. You can tell because he acts like he said German suplex all along. Also, the word you were looking for, Jimmy, deadlift. Not gut wrench. You were so close, but you're green and whatever. He's the main play-by-play guy in the face of the company and the voice of the company on the flagship show. And everyone on Twitter thinks he's great. Let me tell you a secret here. He's not. Don't stop. You compared one piece of poo against a less smelly piece of poo. There's still poo. I'm sorry. Okay. We love making poo comparisons on the show, but Viking Raiders come out to attack Omas and they start like punching him in the gut like cartoon characters. They sidestep him and Omas goes flying through the barricade. AJ's up for the phenomenal forearm, but he's doing the move and it turns into a super recoil and Ricochet wins and advances. But wait, AJ wasn't just even distracted by that. What? He was doing his finisher when that happened. What? He had to lose. Excuse me. Yes, I did. What a waste of a spot, though. Unless Ricochet wins. And then I wrote, ha, 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 ha. Um, They show the graphic and there are eight spots in the men's and women's matches. So there's 16 people in this. So keep that in mind for when they change it later. I assume you can't change it because it's four from Raw and four from SmackDown. But we'll see. Tonight, they say it's also other qualifiers. It's Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross teaming up what? against Nia and Shayna. Has minute. that ever happened? I don't want to make my brain hurt. Wait, has what ever happened? Qualifiers on a tag match? But only with the women. Why? Orton against Morrison for a spot. And Asuka and Naomi versus Eva Marie. And it says her partner. And Drew versus Riddle. Oh my God. Larry, it's because you would have to have multiple women's matches and they're just shoving them together. This is clearly some sort of, um, what's that called? Not exclusion. I don't know. It's just clearly just not fair. Like at all. Well, what are they supposed to have? Eva Marie in them? Although, like I said, we're going to see. This is the night of, oh, we're going to surprise everybody on every result. Oh, by the way, Ricochet won, like I said earlier. So let's count that as upset number one. Okay? Yes. Okay. Um, Tonight, yeah, I just said those qualifiers. Right. Backstage, Orton and Riddle are talking. Riddle says he's going to hide his stash of Whoppers in the briefcase. Okay. Is it not weird that you and I talked about the Burger King video game and then he's like i'm afraid of that king yeah yes exactly what like we said the other day i think riddle's listening (laughs) i never met the guy so um orton 
but Orton's really crabby today, like way more than usual. So he yells at Riddle and says, like, what do you want? And Riddle says, I thought we were okay. Well, I just want some money in the bank pointers. And Orton says, here's a pointer. Stay out of my way. Holy crap. What happened to this team? And I understand. Listen, I understand. Orton's got to be on his game because he's trying for a thing to get the world title. And that's most important to him. So this side project's got to stay out of the way. But they he really did a 180 here. So that's all. Backstage. Oh, my God. Here it is. Here's where it's all over. Backstage, Eva Marie and her friend from last week. They ask her, Eva, what happened last week? She said, I had, Larry, am I making this up? I had a cold, <laughs> so my protege had to fill in. But didn't she say something about a manicure too? Why do you have two excuses? Because she's a liar. Um, how's that coffee, Eva Marie? Oh, I don't drink coffee. Slurp. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Okay, so she's like, and what is your friend's name? And She's about, her friend's about to say Piper Niven, but Eva stops her. And I can't believe this is real. So about a week ago, in fact, the day after we did the show, I got my intel that WWE had trademarked a name and that name was Dewdrop. And it didn't take much connecting the dots to realize last week I said on the show that by this week, or two weeks or whatever, they'd start calling her something like Big Bertha Jr. or whatever, right? So WWE's like, ha, we one-upped you. We did not make it something. We made her name a taint, uh, like a, a taint. <laughs> I said taint. We made her name like a dainty dew drop. Like it's like, they might as well call it like dainty flower. Nope. Eva looks her up and down. And they yes. purposely dressed her in blue, blue this week. And she goes, your name's Dewdrop. And Piper's like, what? Yes, they're making fun of her pear shape. Wow. Keep going, because where this goes, I... I'll never know. Okay, Asuka and Naomi go out to the ring. And they say, earlier today, Naomi said this. But it's Naomi and Asuka in a box, and they're both talking. So why did we say Naomi said this? Anyway, that's stupid. Qualifier match. Asuka and Naomi against Eva Marie and Dewdrop. By the way, it's not spelled D-E-W because that would, they couldn't trademark that. They trademarked D-O-U-D-R-O-P. So they just spelled it weird. But Graves is a stupid D-bag because he's the company man just like Seth Rollins, and he'll do whatever horrible, despicable thing they say in his ear. And he's like, no, this is great. You know, like Dewdrop, like it's a fresh start. Like she's fresh as the morning dew. Shut up, you stupid idiot. And he's just, he's creeping on Eva Marie again. and It's, it's really uncomfortable. And we all know you're making fun of her and you stand Eva Marie next to her. So Eva Marie looks better. This is all gross to me. And also in this match, Eva Marie is Maria part two, Eva Maria ear, and she won't wrestle and it's pathetic. She won't do anything. And even Byron says, uh, Eva won't even get on the apron. And Graves is like, yeah, cause she's a strategist. Exactly. She's not a wrestler. And then Eva, okay, this was, Eva Marie still doesn't understand wrestling psychology one bit. Here's what happens. Dewdrop is beating up Naomi. 
and she can't get the pin on Naomi. Okay. So she goes to like the second rope and she's going to do some kind of devastating move to finish the match and win. Eva sees this and instead of, and I understand this is the story, but it's also Eva's timing that I'm saying she doesn't understand the psychology. Instead of letting Dewdrop do the move and then tagging in and getting stealing the win, Eva won't let Dewdrop do her splash. She tags herself in, so Eva's in there, and now takes a hundred years to pin and already woken yeah, up Naomi, and then it doesn't work, and Eva's confused by this. Wow. Okay. She you just made her look like the biggest dumb robot ever. So now Eva's like, crap, I cannot win a match. I don't do moves. So she goes to tag Dewdrop back in. Dewdrop won't tag in at, for revenge reasons. So Eva gets rolled up. And that, it seems like Eva and Dewdrop are done already. I know. Does this and, not, we saw an entire story in two weeks. And Naomi and Asuka now have qualified for Money in the Bank without Asuka doing anything. This is so weird how they have these women just grouped up like this. Oscar so earned a spot. What is the Eva Marie story now? Okay, here's the thing. The only way to fix this is next week. They Eva had a talk with Dewdrop, and now that blah blah blah, they're a tag team. And now they're a tag team, so they could get those tag titles, and Dewdrop does all the work, and then Dewdrop's going to carry both titles, just like they're going to do the copy paste high five segment where Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler win the tag titles in the future. And um, I'm sorry. Alexa Bliss and Lily win the tag titles in the future, and Shayna's hypnotized to carry the titles around. These are my dream sequences here. But anyway, my dream scenarios. Not a sequence. That would be something else. But it could be the same. Uh, but yeah, like it's unless they go, unless they do the stupid thing. Remember every week when Bailey and Sasha would like hit each other or something, and then the next week they'd be like, oh, they're still friends. Every week for years on Raw. Before they finally broke them up. That's what or this feels like to like, me. I have your contract or something, I guess. Yes. But new characters lose. So technically, this with Naomi winning, this is upset number two. Yeah. Because you assumed when we, they announced this match, it was a definite. Even well, and last week, Piper Dewdrop destroyed Naomi. So this week, it's just 50-50. <clears throat> But yes, this is the second upset, you would say. So Pierce and Sonya are walking backstage and they're going to address the big controversial finish last night. What? You mean a DQ finish I've seen a million times? Nope. It's something new. Oh, no, no. You're wrong, Larry. You'll see. It's all new. Backstage, Lashley hops around a lot, all sweaty in front of the Lashley's ladies. So is he going to do that for an hour and a half? Yeah, he Got to get ready. Already in the ring, Sonya and Adam Pierce to talk about the finish of the Raw Women's title match last night. Rhea Ripley comes out and Pierce goes, Rhea, what you did was completely unacceptable. Uh... And then Sonya explains the rules. This is moronic. She says, you know very well that you cannot lose your title on a disqualification. Is this for what am I watching? I don't know. and But then Rhea points out the obvious. So Rhea goes, um, what? That's in the rules and that's so I did it. So what? Charlotte does it all the time. You don't say a word. This is so stupid. 
Pierce goes, yeah, but those rules were not meant to be abused. I've never heard such a brain dead approach to rules of wrestling conversation ever in all of wrestling ever. This is the dumbest. You have DQs all the time, WWE. You should have not done that. That is not right. What? What are we proving here? I, I, that that what Rhea says is obviously true. That Charlotte gets every break in the world. Yeah, because that sure is what it seems like. And we didn't see the heel GM conning the face GM into this because there is no more heel GM face. Because GM she's in Pride Month, so she's a face. Uh, it's just wow. Um, Charlotte comes out and she says, "I am so proud of you, Rhea, for being like me. Like I said in in the interview, then I spoiled it." I am your teacher in this story, you see. Uh, but even though you're learning from me and I respect that, I will destroy you. And Sonya's like, well, I, I assume you mean like that's your way of asking for a rematch at Money in the Bank. Oh my God, this is bad. It's like we're dealing with like seven robots here. This is awful. Oh, and by the way, the money, the the and to make sure... That there is no screwy finish like disqualification at the money in the bank. This will be a regular one, two, three match. What? What? And then the, Wait, the, what? The worst part was Charlotte was supposed to walk up the ramp and look over her shoulder and stare. Yes. They would have to stare off. But Charlotte doesn't know if the camera's capturing it. So instead, she just stands on the. Yes. And with her. Looking like frozen or something. No one would ever stand like that. Oh my God. A one, two, three match to stop the disqualifications and stop the cheating again. After an event called Hell in the Cell. And and Larry, there's a cell right here. We could do it right now. But let's put Xavier Woods in it so he can brag about being in the main event of Raw and then politics more because of sociopath fame and his mob. Forget it. They show that horrible pull apart from last week with the Divas backstage. And they show part of that horrible pre-show match with Natalia and Mandy. But oh my God, this next segment earlier today, copy paste to Mina and Natalia. And instead of a, a photo shoot, it's an interview in the exact same spot but it is a photo shoot to begin with well, okay. here's the thing engine. it's exactly the same yeah. at first it's a, it's a photo shoot until they questioned about stuff and it's loud and this time guess what it's mandy and dana training i hate this so much and i like clever parallel writing where you flip it this isn't anything no this is not flipping something to oh it's no so so Somebody says they want a match tonight or a fight now. I'm not sure. But Tamina and Natalia get on the apron and try to get in the ring to fight them. And the idiot divas just kick them off the apron. And Mandy goes, or Dana goes, how's that for working smart in her weird way that she talks? Are we supposed to think they trick them? And why does getting kicked once, like, totally incapacitate both of Natalia? they're, They're just... It's like Cody used to say about, and Jericho used to say about the invisible wall in WWE. Like once you do a thing, you have to stand in the ring and just go, ooh, you're not allowed to actually go after them. 
There's an invisible wall there. So, are, who's heel? And also, I thought they were meant they want to wrestle. Nope. There will be no wrestle. Who cares? Qualifier match. Randy Orton against Morrison. Really? With Miz on commentary. And, oh my God, Miz is god-awful. And he's at, like, when they, were, when they were doing Miz TV in the dirt sheet every week, and Miz was at, like, a 10 out of 10 annoying, he's that on commentary the whole time. He's just there to go to break. If he was there with Football Head, I would have just canceled WWE forever. Um, so Orton, like you said, Orton chases Miz around. Miz is in the wheelchair. Orton chases him around to go to break. High five. Guess what happens when we come back? If you guessed nothing, then you win because that's Kevin Dunn. Oh, look, some exciting thing where somebody's getting chased by like a demon. Oh, the demon's gone. Sorry, that was just to go to commercial. He's gone now. He, he left during the break. Oh, look, a clown comes out of the back and he has... No, no, he's gone now. He's, that was just for the break. WWE sucks. Orton is about to do an RKO and Miz sprays him with that stupid drip stick. But guess what? It's nothing. It doesn't even lead to the finish. Which, yeah. Because Riddle scoots out because Riddle wants to help Orton. Yeah. He only wants to help. He chases wheelchair Miz around. But somehow that's a distraction. Morrison effing pins Orton. That is upset number three of three tonight. Yes, and it's totally Orton's fault for paying attention to the person who's keeping your distraction yes! distracted. Just let it go. But he can't because it's wrestling and he has to be dumb. So Morrison advances. Let's just fill the Money in the Bank matchup with people that you know won't win. Let's do that. You know what? Where's Ali and Mansoor and Slapjack? They can all qualify too. And I wrote that, of course, not knowing what we were going to get. So, wow. Wow. Backstage, Nia Jax and Shayna and Reginald get interviewed. Nia says, I would never purposely hurt you, Reginald. And now Nia's like, I guess Alexa is magic or whatever. Okay. Alexa Bliss comes out. Oh my God. She has a new The Evil Is Mine song entrance. The funhouse music is gone. And now the singing part of her song sounds just like the Now Y'all Done It opening of Raw. It's like this. It sounds like the... Like they went, ooh, I have a really good idea for a theme for Alexa Bliss. And they were just remembering the Raw theme and then they just like made it by a different person. Why are they protecting her and using her so much better than they did The Fiend? I hate it. Also, please tell me that they gave her her own unique music because we can't keep using the Funhouse music or it'll, it'll, it will diminish when Fiend comes back. And please don't tell me that The Fiend's not coming back. Please. What do you got for me, Larry? I I think he's dead. I don't know. Explain to me where he is. You have the hottest thing they had going in a decade. And what they do with it is they decide to kill it during the pandemic. My hope is that when pandemic is over, although they did botch it when they killed him off at WrestleMania, which was in front of a live crowd, I think that's all we need to see, right? But then, okay, if you're going to do that, why then book him going, I'll be back soon in a different form or whatever on Raw the next night after WrestleMania? But then again, why would you do the Father of Time or Dark Father vignettes with 
Alistair Black and all that editing and animation if you're just going to throw him in the garbage? Don't ask me. I can't explain it. I know. I don't expect an answer. I'm just I'm just saying it. Um, okay. So Nikki Cross is backstage. But you can't do this as a reveal because you've, you're seeing it. Yeah, her face. They're close, close in our face. And she's wearing like what looks like a superhero mask with just over the eyes. And then her eyes are painted underneath. So it just looks like she has a blue stripe around her head. So, okay. And it also has a butterfly logo on it. So you pretty much gave away the whole thing. So then she's telling us, you won't believe what I'm doing. She goes, look at this. All my wins lately. You won't believe it, but you can see it. But here it is. And they show the full reveal. Yeah, she's a superhero. And okay. Okay. But she's the new Mighty Mouse, Larry. She's the new. It is a Mighty Molly. Mighty Molly. Mighty Mouse. It's a butterfly symbol on a superhero outfit. She comes out to new music and Tron. But I mean, if we had Mighty Molly, I guess this is fine. But it makes Nikki, who is actually at one point was believable, into delusional now. Yes, and but she's not delusional. Excuse she me. No, she's beating matches. the champions. She's... I... I... If you're beating, I don't care if it's beat the clock, count out, disqualification. If you're beating the champion and the number one contender, you shouldn't turn into a joke character just because that's going to be fun with the kids when we get crowds back. But somebody backstage was like, we got to revamp this Nikki Cross. Her coming out to country music, but she's like from Scotland or I don't know what's going on here. Well, we got to revamp this person that we've actually written a story around, even though we don't know that's what we've done. Correct. So the match is Bliss Cross against Nia and Shayna. By the way, again, Bliss Cross. Last time Nikki was anywhere around Alexa, Alexa like killed her or something. Yeah, I know this will be interesting to see how they enter. They they act like it's. Let's find out. They act like they've always been friends. Alexa's playing that dumb role where she's just like, you know, she's just a little kid again. They're against Nia and Shayna. Jimmy calls. Oh, this is where Jimmy calls Nia a freight train. Not like she's like a freight train. Not like. Almost, she says, yeah, Jimmy, sorry, Jimmy says, almost got out of the way of that freight train. So that's that's good. Bliss hypnotizes Reginald so we can go to break. High five. He, Ooh, she, what happens? Nothing. When we come back, it's nothing. Oh. Then Bliss hypnotizes Reginald again so that he almost slaps Naya and then he doesn't. Nikki does the most convoluted pin I've seen in forever. And beats Shayna Baszler. Shayna is just basically junk. So Nikki and Alexa qualify. Is this Money in the Bank a joke? I don't know. Who's so that's, hold on. Upset number four. Hmm. Backstage, all welted up, Drew McIntyre talks to Adam and Sonia. Drew's like, I need that Money in the Bank match. I need to win tonight. I'm having a really bad time after last night. So this is good. This is desperate Drew. So yeah, I like it's it. good. And it's going to get better. Riddle comes out. Oh my God. Backstage Pierce and Sonya hear noises and fighting. They enter Jobber City. It is Jinder and Pals, Jeff Hardy, Cedric, and Broken Nose Sheamus. 
They all want to be in Money in the Bank, and they're all mad that they don't have qualifiers. And Sonya says, and they I all have good points. They all have great points. Sonya says, I understand your frustrations about the qualifiers, but that being said, they're final. What? That's a weird way to put it. Sheamus wants to wrestle. He's like, I need to be in that qualifier. And Pierce is like, oh, so if you're cleared, then you can put your title on the line tonight. And he's like, uh, bye. <laughs> Never mind. So that was funny. Then Ginger says, listen, I was WWE champion. I don't understand how I don't get a qualifier, but how about this? How about I would like to be considered if someone is taken out of the match. I mean, injured. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But she, but Cedric and Jeff are just like arguing with each other and Cedric's doing the screaming gimmick. And he's like, I beat you. This is so junky. It's it's totally junk junk people. Yeah. Qualifier match, Riddle against Drew McIntyre. Graves, I like this. It's taken all night. I thought for sure when Sonya and, and uh Pierce went back to Drew, when Drew said I need to win this money in the bank, I really wanted Pierce to say, you know, even if you win it, you can't cash in on Lashley. You're gonna have to wait yeah, till he loses the title or go to the other show. Well, Here's the thing. It's got to be brought up so that we don't think, ugh, we're getting Drew and Lashley again. So Graves says, look, even if Drew wins this match, and even if he wins the briefcase, he'd have to hang on to that briefcase. He says he'd have to wait until Lashley lost the title if he wants to cash it in for WWE title. So that's actually a really good point. And, and it really, actually, that kind of made me want to see that. Yes. And I was like, okay, that's actually interesting. And they never said anything about Roman Reigns or whatever. Like, he's in another universe. I like that. That's good. That makes sense. Riddle almost dies because Drew decides to do that spider German on him. um, And he throws him right on his shoulder. Orton comes out. Oh, to go to break. High five. So when we come back, nothing. So here's the... Oh, by the way, if you don't know this, I don't know how many people know this. Maybe nobody knows this. But there's a new directive this week for um, Jimmy Smith. Not Jimmy Uso. He gets first crack at move names and reactions. As a play-by-play guy should. Because he supposedly studied. Okay? If there's dead air and he can't think of what to say... He's waiting for Graves or Byron to call the move specifically. But there's a lot of dead air tonight because of that. If you go back and watch, it's pretty bad. Um, Here's the problem. When nobody reacts to moves and counters, then you're just like, the other two guys are like, uh, what do we do? Do we quick jump? So sometimes they'll forget or sometimes it's the opposite. Byron and Graves will get so excited, then you have two people yelling the move name at the same time, and it's really bad, and it seems really, really, like, unprofessional, really amateur. Um, but anyway, Riddle rolls up Drew, and I can't believe this is real. Riddle just pinned Drew McIntyre. Yeah. So well, this is Drew, Drew This is Drew is turning, him. right? He's got to get desperate. And But like I said, Drew was... He was injured. He was wrestling right after. But still, yeah. This is upset number five. Mm-hmm. Larry, why wouldn't you do an upset? Because sometimes that's good. Why would you do all upsets? Because all the people who are good are involved in other stories. That's really stupid. Um, Riddle now is on the ramp with Orton. And he's like, can I get a fist bump? 
And Orton's furious because Riddle's in the match and Orton's not. And there's no resolution here. Orton does no, not befriend Riddle. He's like, goes on. he's like, we are not friends while this Money in the Bank thing is happening. So, okay. I'm fine with that. New Day get ready backstage. Oh my God. The part no one ever asked for and no one ever wants. I have so much to say about this, but backstage, Riker is whipping himself with a strap. Oh, this. He talks to Monsoor for no reason. Just to have somebody to talk to so he doesn't sound well, like he's Mansoor on... said he wants advice. I know. What? Why would you go? Anyway, the point is this. he's The real reason Mansoor is back there is because when Riker talks to himself and he's already a PTSD guy, he sounds like a maniac. So they're trying to so avoid like... that, but he still looks like a generic maniac. He's not cheerable. I'm sorry, he's not. But he's the face in this feud, and it's a feud no one wants, but let's make it worse, because it is a strap match next week, Riker against Elias. Larry, why the F would you advertise that for next week? You didn't even bother to advertise that there's a cell match tonight, that there's, and I understand you can't, that's hard to do, because you can't say at the pay-per-view there's a match, and then on Raw there's a match. But you can do it on Monday morning, and they didn't. And they didn't wait. They didn't until Raw. They didn't announce any of those qualifiers until less than an hour before Raw starts. And yet they think that advertising, this is at least it's something, advertising a strap match, which no one wants to see, is going to get them any movement on the ratings. They're insane. But what I need you to explain to me is the advice that he gave, Riker gave, because he goes, you want some advice? Keep your enemies close. And he says, what do you mean? He goes, everyone close to you is going to betray you. So when you know they're an enemy, keep them close. What? I don't know. But he's trying to he's trying to read the script that he doesn't even know about, about Ali. But that's, yeah, that's all that is. But Mansoor already knows that. Because Ali the other week said, don't trust anybody. And Mansoor said, so I shouldn't trust you. And Ali says, now you're getting it. So that's already clear. So the advice was for nothing. So Mansoor walks around. He finds Ali again. And Ali says, you should have been in a qualifier. I should have been in a qualifier. But you know what? If you don't get an opportunity to climb that ladder in that match, you have to build your own ladder. What? Is that the Brock Lesnar theory or the Big Show theory? The Big Show theory is you have to build your own ladder because he can't step on a ladder because it'll break. And the Brock theory is you don't have to, you don't have to uh, climb the ladder to success if you're not in the match. But at the end of the match, I'm just going to come and win the match. If you remember when he was Mr. Money in the Bank. But while they're saying this, Riker is still whipping himself. It's, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. And we know he's PTSD guy. We also know his real history. So this is really bad looking. Last chance qualifier next week. Oh my God. So all those jobbers, yep. Sonya's like, it's final. The matches are, and it wasn't final. And there was no fourth match. You could argue that they had the idea that they'd do a last chance, but why wouldn't you give two other guys a chance? These guys lost and Jinder and them. Listen, since Jinder's come back, he won on Raw, and then he wasn't on. So he is undefeated on Raw. But they're going to well, give also, this 
last chance to people that just lost. But didn't Jinder threaten to to like take out somebody? Yes, he did. But instead, we're probably going to have a battle royal for the last spot. It's Ricochet. He still might do that. It's not a battle royal. It's a triple threat match. It's a qualifier between Orton, Styles, and Drew. I swear to God, if Drew gets in like this, but that's what's going to happen. Why does that make sense when you just talked to a bunch of people backstage and didn't get one shot? I don't know. Who had good arguments. Also, this is more proof that Drew gets all the chances. True. He's got another one. The cell lowers. New Day come out. Main event. Woods against Lashley in a cell. Woods hits Lashley. Oh, my God. So he does the spot where he hits Lashley in the face with a chair. But Lashley, of course, gets his hands up. So it's not really a chair shot to the face. But new guy says chair to the head. Yikes. Earlier, he said belt. So I don't know which one Vince hates more. Mentioning that there's a chair shot to the head or saying the wrong word. Um, I would say chair shot to the head. I would say that's way worse. Stuff and things. Cable. uh, Sorry. Cable Tendo. Table Kendo, strike that, reverse it. A spear and a hurt lock, and Lashley wins. MVP locks himself in the cell again. So Kofi is locked out and has to watch Lashley kill Woods. And for all we know, at this very moment, hours after Raw ended, uh, Woods is still in that hurt lock. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I hope the story is Woods is really messed up. How about this? How about this story? Kofi's never going to turn because he has kids because he's a good guy. Woods is the one who's been listening. But listen, Woods has been listening and being called a fool, a jester, a clown. He's second fiddle to the WWE champion. He's second fiddle to Kofi Mania. He's the one that joins MVP. Wouldn't that be amazing? It would make me like Woods more. I'll tell you that right now. I just want a story with New Day that isn't about them flipping toast and pancakes. I agree. So Raw, I can't even say Raw was horrible. It was just so no. bizarre. But and it also... Like they, it yeah. felt like they burnt a lot of stuff in one week when they have four weeks to get to pay-per-view. This could have went a while, and it didn't. You're right. Yeah. You have all these qualifiers, and then you stuff the women in matches together instead of just having like two men, two women qualifiers this week, two, two next week. Yeah. Wow, that kills two weeks. That's way better. Why wouldn't you do that? Because whatever other matches they had to put on, I guess Vince says they have to have stories now, and you'd have to do something. They're like, no, nah, we can have a story just pretending that it's a, it's a tournament match. But not only that, every match has to have a reason, so these matches did... Everyone did, actually. To be fair, they yes, did. But that's because you said they're all qualifiers, pretty much. But that's the thing. Everyone but the Cell was a qualifier, and that was the only one of the night that wasn't an upset. And you could argue that, you know, the Oscar match. If Oscar had pinned Eva or whatever, then I would not have called that match an upset. But when it's the two new people and Dewdrop who just destroyed Naomi last week, that is, then it is an upset. So, weird show, for sure. And like I said, we just got done watching Raw, so there's no emails yet. So I'm sorry about that. But people are used but to it. Nobody watches Raw but us anymore anyway. So Not the, not even close to the worst Raw I've seen. Lately. No, no, no. Not at all. Wait wait till we get into more holding patterns. Then you're going to start yep. really hating it. So, 
That's uh it's okay. Are we done? We're done. Okay. Well, then I'm gonna go get ready. And it's always sad when this show's over because until Dynamite comes back to Wednesdays, which isn't for another two it's weeks, so it's like you it's so long till the next wrestling is on. You're waiting all week and you're like, yeah, I can watch NXT and I can watch Impact. And sometimes I do. In fact, let me tell you the truth. This last week, because I don't lie, um, unless I really feel like it, but this past week, I watched both NXT and Impact. Can you believe that, Larry? Yes, because you told me. Well, okay, if I didn't tell you. Would you have believed that I would have... A pay-per-view week found two other wrestling shows to watch? Because I did. Because there's that big, long space every Wednesday. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why is there no wrestling? Why am I not watching wrestling? Yeah. And I'll give you my quick recap. Uh, Samoa Joe is Regal's special enforcer to the general manager. To the general manager. Um, to the assistant general manager. Assistant to the general manager. Anyway. Um, he, so Samoa Joe is that guy. And... Uh, impact did end with reinstating Sammy Callahan and firing Don Callis. So there you go. So stuff did happen. So, But that's that. I think we're done with this week's show. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we appreciate it. And until next time, bye, everybody. <laughs>